Alex, we got I got this package. I'm real mad. I was gonna immediately launch into "Don't Lose Your Way," but he had to fucking snipe me. Yep, uh, I got sniped. I got this package today from Jada Freer in Washington. Does she listen? Uh, well, we'll find out, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, if I got called out on a podcast, I would definitely like say something to that person when uh, later. So, if Jada says something, then well, there I'll, you go. You'll know. I'll know. But so, basically, I made these really dumb T-shirts. Oh, I forgot about the T-shirts. And I sent them to a couple of people, and Jada sent An elite group, if you will. Elite. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I saw these when they were in production. And um, That's right. It was the weekend I was gone, and you, uh, you basically... No, no, I saw them here. when we were setting up for the podcast. They were laying here. Oh, were they? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, I space have no meaning anymore. I, I can't open this. But... Um, well, we've been in 2020 for three years now, so... Th- this is true. <laughs> Would you like to keep struggling, or shall I grab you some scissors? Um, it's a great package. Uh, did you say Jada? Jada was her Jada Freer. Jada, yeah, it's a great package, Jada. It is a great package. Now, so she sent she sent this box full of things. Now, mind you, I made like a three dollar T shirt with you know five dollars of shipping. But it's the thought that counts. It's the, the love thought. and the thought, Bob. Yeah. And she sent me like forty dollars worth of snacks. She well, sent a very nice care package. It, what it was what happened great. is she outdid you. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did. And she donated to my marathon fund twice. Oh, you've been punked. I you know, she is just showing me the fuck up. I like what you did, Jada. You said, let me show you how it's done, bitch. <laughs> so I'm uh, excited to try the coffee. The coffee, I'm very excited for. So she, that is a thick ass bar of chocolate. This is a very thick. This is it's wild huckleberry chocolate bar. Now get ready to listen to chewing. Yeah. So we <laughs> they've heard that I'm from Bob the Dog every episode yeah. we've ever done of this podcast. So we that's fair. That's we got fair. a couple of huckleberry things. Uh-huh. Um, we got the syrup was very good. The wild huckleberry syrup that was delicious, and um, the gummies. We're also very. I'm not very a gummy good. person, so I know you, you're not. So Erica doesn't do gummies. Would you like to try the wild huckleberry chocolate? Alex? Uh, no, thank you. Okay, we'll eat chocolate. Give me a bite <laughs> Live review. I'm sure it's great. I just don't really. I'm just guessing, just off the name, I won't like it. Try not to chew directly into our listeners' ears. Uh-huh. This is delicious. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Jada, if you're listening, Alex is an asshole and won't try your delicious chocolate. Yeah, but I've supported you in your plan to about four up Bob. So, and I <laughs> really, gonna, appre- this, I really appreciate him you doing that too. This is going to turn into an escalating war of presents. Uh-huh. In you know, who buys the other house first? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. To subtle interference, I'm your host Bob. I'm your other host Alex. Joining us today, special guest, chocolate eater. How many fucking times do I have to say that I want to be introduced as a Joey Beatty enthusiast? <laughs> I don't <laughs> ask Alex. I don't ask for much. You know he doesn't listen to anything you say. I know he doesn't, but I don't ask for much, and I've asked for this on the last couple podcasts. We are almost to episode 100, sir. Almost. 
that'll be the special introduction. Oh, well, he'll fucking forget, and I'll have to be all hot again. <laughs> Which one is this? Is this 99? I think this is 99. Oh. No, I... I think it's 99. Oh, I, think I, I thought last one was 98. For Degrees. For episode 100, are you going to prepare your uh, rendition of Don't Lose Your Way? No, I got sniped. I'm not doing it now. Oh. Fuck y'all. What? This is 98. This Wait, is 98? we're recording 98 now. We're recording 98 Okay, now. well, you've got oh, okay. two episodes. Okay, we've got two episodes. Then. Okay. It's right there. It's right See? the fuck there. Staring you in the face all over this room. God damn it, Bob. Uh, how, Let's see. Let's count. One. Lots. Two. Three. For being four, honest, an embarrassing amount. You got uh, one behind you, too. Five. Okay. Do we count Funkos? I guess so. Why not? So we got five. Six. That's portable, though. It is portable. But it's in here. It is in here. Hey, let me ask you a question. The the Don't Lose Your Way song, do you know any other words of it? Do you? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't understand what they're <laughs> Who saying. Who cares? It's great. I did actually, like, read the lyrics. Yeah. But I've forgotten them. That's pathetic. Because who could care? How dare you? <laughs> I know they say, uh, like, they're. have you listened to the full song? Yeah, I know. There's like a stupid rap portion. Who doesn't love a stupid rap portion? Which though? is, I think it's funny. They they had the song made, and then they said, "We're never using this rap portion on the actual show." They're like, "Oh, you put a rap." Oh, in the in the actual, I will say, in the full song, there's a point where she starts singing. I've got to find out who killed my dad. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Because we listened to it, what, like, yesterday you had it on? Yeah. He listened to it, like, several times yesterday. It's a great song. He claims he only had it on, like, once. That's uh, a fucking lie. It was several times throughout the house. I said twice. Twice. I listened to it yesterday. It's not the best song on the show, though. You know, I think my favorite is the second opening. That's a great song, but... We're talking about Kill the Kill. Did yes, you say that? Yes. I <laughs> we just I was going to get to yeah. it. The best song on the show is the mother's theme. Oh, the mom's theme is pretty good. Have you listened to that whole song? I no, have, I haven't. It's no. incredible. <laughs> I have the soundtrack uh, saved on Spotify. You so, got to listen to the mother's theme. Yeah, I'll have to check it's that in, out. It, the whole thing's in German. I have no idea what they're saying. But it's great. It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Well, I do just love that. Okay, we cannot be like eating the whole podcast. We won't be eating the whole podcast. Can't be chewing on, on the mic. There's not too much chocolate bar left. Um, <laughs> Bob is committed to eating this entire chocolate bar well, this, this on the air. To, to frame this discussion, why don't... Because everyone who's listened to the past three or four episodes probably already knows I fucking love this whole show. Yes. Um, Why don't we start with getting your overall impressions, how you feel about it, whatever... And then we'll give people a warning that we're launching into just Spoiler City because you can't possibly discuss this show. Oh, no. We're going to spoil the shit out of everything. All the ridiculous shit that happens. to be fair, I will say this. Normally, I'm like, eh, whatever. Spoiler. You got it. You don't come into this. You should go into the show fresh. So, Sass, you specifically, I'm addressing you We're going to timestamp when this spoiler discussion ends. So, once we say we're in spoiler territory, 
just go to whatever times. This is just, the first. Just scrub or save the, the episode until you, stamp you've watched the show. In the history of subtle interference. <laughs> but I'm going to have to give it because you cannot go into this show spoiler. So sass. It's way too off the wall. My dear, my love, my dear friend. You got to wait. You just got to wait. Don't listen to this episode. I need you to watch the show first. Here's my review. It's the platonic ideal of an anime. It's perfect in every way. With some unfortunate weirdness here and there. That's a a little like, why was that there? That wasn't needed. But overall, 10 out of 10. Amazing. Highly recommend. I told you it was a 10. Watch the shit out of it. Have I ever recommended one thing that you didn't end up loving? Who got you into Always Sunny? I'm trying to think if there. I don't think that there is. We got to find out something. We can't. I don't think that there is, but though. But we got to think yeah. of something. Bob, just admit it. I'm a genius. He thinks the Portillo's hamburger is like the greatest thing I didn't made. say it was the greatest. I said in terms of fast food. I have never had, because I'm not going to Portillo's and not getting a beef sandwich. Because you shouldn't. The combo's very good. Well, not just the beef. You got to get the combo. See, you I ever, like the beef. Uh, you should try the combo. I've had a combo, but I want to dipped like, yeah. so that the bread the is combo falling apart. With Chardonnay. Take the peppers off. Perfection. Oh, you also take... I do that too. I get peppers because yes. I just want the juice. Get the juice. The I don't want to be biting so into a pepper. I do the same thing with the if Chicago you style look, hot dog. This is one of those things I know we've we've settled interference. We've this derailed. Time, right? <laughs> if you go and look, it's kind of like how Portillo's, it's a Vienna hot dog, but it's not really. And yeah, they got their own... They have their own blend. Yeah. Whatever Jardinaire they're using... The bottle is a store brand you can go buy. It's not the fucking same. Mm-hmm. I've tried. It's not the same. I've literally gotten Portillo's beef and tried to put the Jardinier on it <laughs> that the they same. advertise with it. It's not the same. It's not. There's something they're doing. They're it's doing a certain blend. Exactly. I don't know what's happening. Their Jardinier is incredible. It is. It's the best. It makes the whole thing. Because the beef, their beef, honestly, is like, mm, it's not great. Controversial take. I like the beef, personally. Jardinier's overrated. You're fuck, overrated. Just get the Go fuck, fuck out of yourself. here. Just get the fuck out of here. Keep Monster. eating your fucking chocolate, you piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I, I, I I'm sure the chocolate's great. I the apologize. chocolate is delicious. I apologize it's been eaten by a fucking clown. This, this guy. Clown shoes over here. <laughs> Jardinier on pizza's good. Anyways... Their cheeseburger is very good, actually. In terms of fast food cheeseburgers, Wait, who doesn't? It, I, you only like five guys, and the problem is you can't have five guys because you'd have to take out a third mortgage. <laughs> I don't only like five guys. I just don't think that Portillo's burger is anything special. Alex, I would tell you that I'd try it, but I'm never going to go to Portillo's, and I'd have to try a bite of like his or something. It doesn't sound like he likes it very much. Hmm. So that's never going to happen. Okay, that's fair. I so no I'll take you at your word. I'm that's, sure it's fine. Yeah. I didn't say it was the greatest or anything. Look, if you want an unbelievable burger from a restaurant, go to Gibson's. Gibson's has an incredible burger. It's a steakhouse. They should. I was going to th- say, if you're going to get a burger at a steakhouse, they've got a good blend of meat. should be pretty yeah, solid. Exactly. So now we've got to tell people, okay, <laughs> for, so... You got to go to well, the no, what first we're going to do point. Is we'll say spoilers. No, we, we start never, here. We've never started the kill the kill spoilers. The people. Oh, the listeners oh that's right. Win. That's right. You you got a good point there. We, we will just not... say spoilers start here. Go to the timestamp we mention in the notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the description. Well, Bob will put it in the description. Sure. Well, I'll tell him where it is. Right. 
So well, maybe I'll make, make him listen. Hey, we found out last week. It turns out he does <laughs> he listen does to the listen. podcast. <laughs> podcast. I didn't think he did. Because we had a whole little side in there. Uh-huh. We were dogging on Bob. You're <laughs> yeah. like, he doesn't fucking listen to the podcast. Yeah. But it, was, it turns out he does. But it was even more fun to know that he does and he heard. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. even better. It was great. Yeah. No, that was all for you, Bob. You're welcome. Fuckers. Hey, it's a legitimate concern that one day Bob the dog may go out for a walk and just not return because hey, you've taken I want you to know, I went out of my way to get Bob the dog christmas present that's pretty nice the bone's pretty sweet and you could tell he loves it i mean i'm sure he didn't get a pet for christmas but at least he got the bone (laughs) no loving here's a gift (laughs) i will buy your love bob what did what did you think of uh, your overall impressions of kill the kill um bring it back overall impressions of kill the kill i did enjoy it it's a lot of fun it's ridiculous. Uh, well, that's kind of their thesis statement, right? They yeah. say that a lot towards the end where they're like, no, yeah, we're, this is ridiculous. Nonsense is our thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's it's just completely another nonsense. Um, not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> what did you think it was going to be? I th- Not what it was. I thought we the were. The show pivots hard about two thirds of the way yeah. through. I thought, I, th- I thought we were. We were going more One Punch Man uh, territory, um, but that's not. I, mean, I would argue you kind of do. Uh, I've read further into the manga than you have, though. Well, that that's fair. I mean, but I, I so I. Well, you've read spoilers online. No, I've gone and I've read the translated. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'm just reading spoilers. No, there's some saint out there that puts each next, um, well, however often it releases, translates it and throws it up. So that's what I've been reading. Interesting. Okay, but either way, uh, you've just been reading spoilers. You don't know what I'm doing. Hmm. 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 Mm. Uh, yeah. So no, I thought it was going to be more One Punch Man. Um, more of a straight like parody send up. Um, and it's actually an homage. Yeah. I think that's a better thing. I think that's a better way to, that's more of what it is. Yeah. It's an homage to Evangelion to Dragon Ball Z. I haven't seen it, but apparently their previous work of what is it? Gurgen Lagan or something. I'm butchering it. I'm sorry. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but it's, it's definitely Sailor Moon. Oh, thousand percent. There's a little Gundam in there at points. Yes. Yeah. Because this is all, I would have loved to have been in the writer's room where they're just like, this is all of the shit we enjoy. And now let's crank it up to 12 on the bat shittedness scale. Well, and here's the thing. Okay. Without starting the spoiler talk, they do pivot hard at one point and do some huge twists, but it's all laid out. And when you start to think back on things that have happened, Everything makes sense. It's not like they got halfway through and just changed the story. No, they're doing everything it for the actually right. makes sense that's happened <laughs> in a weird, insane way. <laughs> yeah, insane is the word. Uh, for- like there, multiple times, you're left with your jaw hanging open, just like what the fuck is going on? Oh, in the last like I don't know ten episodes. 
every single one ends on a cliffhanger. Well, and you're just like, I have to keep going. I, I think it was episode 17 was the last episode I was able to watch and then walk away. <laughs> 18 through the end was like, nope. Nope, well, that's what I did. That's what I did on Monday. Everything. I was like, because you uh, you went to go run on the treadmill and you finished it, because you were like, I can't. Uh, actually, you think you ran, you came home, and then you watched the last three because you were like, I cannot keep going. Yeah. And I was just like, Monday night, this is just what I'm doing. I'm sitting down and I'm finishing the last what is it, six seven, or seven, six yeah. or seven episodes of Kill the Kill. Yeah, that that sounds accurate. And ladies and gentlemen, I need you to know that if I wasn't at a gym. Um, where there was literally nobody else there, I I could not have watched this show <laughs> in public. It's like opening Tumblr in public <laughs> and being like, eh, "This will be fine." There are some there are some scenes that you're just like, I, "I'm no, no, <laughs> no one can see me." You, can, this. you can't. You I'm can't going to get this. arrested. But here now, do you think? Because I know Eric and I think this. Do you think now, having watched the whole show? that the boatloads of nudity and fan service do almost oddly blend into the background. Once you once you get into what the real story is, yeah, it kind of just floats away. Because when you f- first watch, it's like, wow. Because, <laughs> yeah, you, you start off, and should we put the spoiler tag on right, at this we'll point? All right, we'll say this is spoiler talk. Now, why don't we end it with this? Now, yeah. Erica said it's a 10 out of 10 for her. It's a 10 out of 10 for me. It's a 1 million out of 10 for me. What's your rating for the people I mean, that haven't watched it? I'd say it's like a 7 out of 10. He just can't fucking help himself. <laughs> he really can't. And if it is actually a 7 out of 10, that's fine. But I know what you're doing. You just can't fucking help yourself. Yeah, you were smiling. Can What's you your real rating, rating, Dick? <laughs> um, it, it, it's a nine or a ten, for sure. It's okay. it, it it it. I uh, it's hard for me to give anything a ten just on principle, but it's it's as close like, as can be. Like many shonens, it has a lot of big moments that it builds yeah. up to and delivers on. Yeah. And they pay off big. I mean, especially near the end, a lot of stuff starts yeah. paying off. Yeah, and like I would say, if if you're, there's really only one group of people who I would say steer away from this, and I don't want to say because that kind of gives away a lot. So I would say if you if you have issue like if you have if there are. If there are things in the world which trigger you and you have some like emotional um, difficulties with that, um, maybe you yeah. would stick, stay yeah, away from the show. There's a few things in there that are like you're, you're watching and you're like, well, that didn't need to be in yeah, there. That, that could be traumatizing for some people. It certainly, Hulu starts hitting it with the, uh, uh, this is rated for mature audiences only, and it certainly earns that yes. in those few moments. But otherwise, like, if you if you enjoy anime, um, I would say it. if you can go and find, there's websites that will, like, uh, uh, one is, do they kill the dog? It'll let you know in a movie if they kill the dog, but they also, like, track a whole bunch of other... Yeah. Potentially, do they kill the. D- I love that. If you know, you're not aware that's of this. I've that's never pretty, heard of that's this. That's a pretty great website. Name. Yeah, I've never heard of that. It, do they kill the dog? And if you can put <laughs> yeah, in like you've, video you've, games, you've distracted Bob. I know. I'm sorry. 
movies, shows, and it's not just that, it's other triggering stuff for people. So they may have that on there and they may have the timestamps. Yeah. I'm sure you can find that online somewhere. Yeah. To skip those those parts. Yeah, I, I would just say it it's the show's worth watching. It's 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 really well done. It's it like we've mentioned there are some pretty serious twists. And it, and that's not in and of itself to spoiler. I, I think it's kind of obvious that they're that something's gonna big is gonna come. Well, there's clearly something when you're watching it. You're like, hey, there's something going. Something going. On. Right, right, right. 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 So, um, but yeah, if if you if things trigger you, go look at this website that I'm now fascinated by. <laughs> I can't believe you've never heard. of I'd it. I never heard of it. Before. I've never heard of it. Um, that's even more shocking to me. So, uh, very just excellent show. It, it really is, and um, uh, so. I guess that there. Spoiler warning. Yeah, spoiler there's our warning, spoiler sure. wall. Spoilers going forward. We'll, we got about we'll, we'll twenty-one minutes. It. Yeah, we'll we'll timestamp when the spoiler talks over. We'll figure it out. But stop from here. All right. Do, 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 do. I mean, we don't really. I have think that's to. enough that's time. Enough. Yeah. I could have really done without the the what we the triggering the stuff we were scene. talking about. That and then we're there's just There's more than that. Yeah, there's when Satsuki is caught and she's hanging in that prison cell and yeah. her mother's like I mean, it was straight up like she was fingering her. That's something. what happened. She just sticks her fingers and you're like what is going on? Yeah. Why is this in here? Now, do you think And then starts spanking her. Here's the thing. I mean, one, as we now know, Satsuki has hated her mother forever since yes. she was a child. Yes. Um, do we think her mother has been sexually assaulting her like this forever? Or do we think the bath was the first time? I don't know, man. Because it's, it's not clear. The I mean, way, you can make some some inferences. You can make some uh, The way she froze up in that bath, I was like, this feels like this has happened before. I would imagine it yeah. probably has. I had the same impression. I That's that same thought of it. Yep, this is just... This is a thing that we do. Yep. Good times. Yeah, I mean, now, that, here, that's definitely... Because it's such a tonal shift from the rest of the show. It's so out of it's so out of left field. Well, and you're sitting there, and you're like, oh, they're taking a bath together. That's really fun. Oh, my. What the f- fuck am I watching? Well, in the scene after another one... So there's like four times, right? There's the time in the prison cell, the bath, the time when she, like, rubs her hand up her body in, like, her office or whatever... And then when they're fighting uh, after the big uh, the big swerve where Satsuki turns on her. The sports and cultural she, event. <laughs> yeah, a great name. No. By the way. Oh, the, yes, yes. Um, but then when she gets, when she takes Junkets off of her, she like rubs her hand straight up her vagina. Yeah, there's I that. Mean, there's definitely like a boob grab. And you're sitting there like, did I just see her grab her daughter's tit? Like what, what is going on? And yeah. then it just kind of escalates from there. Now, here's a, here's a question that I think is worth discussing about. Because um, yeah, I don't, don't want to like pause on this for the entire time. But no, yes, no, but question? I, I, my question about it. So there's... You know, sexual assault when used in uh, television and movies, um, it, one, it is very powerful um, on screen, but, you know, there 
there's a lot of question about you know was it was it really necessary or- it is a very overused trope yes that is often used most times very clumsily as an excuse for character development for a woman. Well, I, you know, I'm thinking, of course, to the um, the Game of Thrones uh, scene, the Sansa, the thing. Sansa stuff. Um, and, and well, you, that or, was you took a, a scene and you made it not about the person being assaulted, and you made it about the dude the standing there watching. watching and happening. Well, and that's kind of what it's always about, right? I mean, I mean, not always, well, but it was frustrating in that I've never, I still have never seen that episode just because right. I'm good. Um, but I heard Vikings did that a lot. Well, uh, we watched the first season of Vikings out by your dad's house, I remember. And at least four or five times in that first season, a woman is assaulted. And I remember sitting there being like, okay, yeah, I got it. Yeah, but they like vote, I don't and, constantly have. I, I think people feel that I don't mean to keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. I think I'm very passionate about is these settings like in Game of Thrones or in Viking. Like, oh, well, it's a man's world, and we've really got. It's like no, I, I I understand that. There's other ways of showing that without constantly showing me women being assaulted. Right. But, well, I mean, I get my question. Like, I'm I'm not like I guess my thought is like you don't. I'm not. I wouldn't say you should never show any sort of sexual assault ever, but it, it needs, if you are going to show it, it, it needs to be, it needs to be meaningful. It need and invalid for the story, not just extraneous. It needs to be handled with a deft hand and it most oftentimes is not. Yes. Now, so the, back to my question, was it, how did you feel about how it was handled? Like, because we we had very visceral reactions to it, for sure. And you know, I we we I you know I remember like I told you, I I needed to. It was talk, actually very to- funny because he was like, "There's something coming," and I thought it was the cute, funny opening with uh, Sun, uh what's the what's the what's uh, Ryuko's uh, Mako? No, the outfit. Oh, so, uh. Senkets. Senkets, yeah. thank you. He does the really cute like opening. And I was like, oh, that's what Bob was talking about. That was kind of crazy. The ultra that's fast cute. recap was incredible. Yeah. That was and then like good. five minutes later, I was like, oh no, this is what he was talking about. <laughs> well, be- and that, okay, so that was funny. Well, you mentioned that because what it would have, whatever it is, 16 or 17 episodes in, they come out and say, hey, we're doing a recap episode. And you're like, oh man, really? I hate when animes do. I the was a little like, oh, are they really doing and this? Then and then they blow through the recap episode in like a minute and a half, which I appreciate. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah. So to answer your question, Bob, I did not think it was necessary. I don't think it really added anything to the story, and I didn't need to see it. Yeah, it really came out of left field too. It just came out of nowhere, really. Did it accomplish... Okay, maybe it, it wasn't it did, necessary. Did it, it accomplish what it was trying to well, do? Though? I, what was it, it trying did, to accomplish, though? Well, I I think up until that point, really, did you think Satsuki was going to turn on her mother? Because I didn't. I and didn't when either. I, I was when very I surprised watched when that, that I was like, oh, she's got to be going babyface. I mean, this has to be a babyface turn. I think you could have done it in a way where I didn't have to watch... 
I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm penetration. Agreed. So, <laughs> uh, to be perfectly candid and oh. and frank, it, I, I think yeah. you could have done it where there was maybe some like, you could have been creepy. The mom could have been creepy without going that far. I don't think it it added anything. Yeah, I think the maybe they could have done something else or the running her hand up her chest was enough like to get you there. I really feel like you could have just done like some face stuff. You could have been creepy in that way or I just I didn't need to. I don't think it added anything to the story and was just kind of appalling. Well, it's appalling. I mean, I mean, I I told you this this woman. uh Ragio, she's going for the worst mother of the all eternity award. I mean, she I mean, it is, it's awful. just let's just say what it is. It's just straight up rape, is what it is. Oh yeah, no, I mean, I'm just talking about. I'm not talking about just that. I'm oh no, that yeah, 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 thousand percent. Yeah, I wouldn't describe it as necessary. I don't know. I'd I'd like to hear like their thoughts about it because it just it's so out of nowhere and so over the top, like the rest of the show. That it weirdly does fit in, but it's definitely not necessary. I will say, normally something like that, I would be so appalled that I would be like, "Yeah, I'm good." But the show kept me in, so yeah. But I, it was, yeah. It it was. It, it's uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. Oh, it was. And to so watch. in that way, it see that's the thing. It wasn't titillating, right? Ew. It was definitely uncomfortable, just like when. Ryuko, they sew um, Junkets onto her, and then the start of the next episode is Ryuko like laying around naked with Ragio and um, Nui Harame. Yeah, that's super creepy as well. And they didn't. I don't remember them doing anything to her, but there's some like, weird touching happening. Yeah, but it, it was like again, it was like this another weird thing where. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch that particular scene again because it's not as fresh in my mind. But I mean, as we as we talked through it, but that wasn't what, what I was getting to. There yeah. is that wasn't titillating either. That was also wildly uncomfortable. So right. both scenes are shot and and <clears throat> like portrayed in a way where you're not supposed to be enjoying it. Yeah, I I as we talked through it, I think. I, I I think it's valid that it's debatable that it's not really necessary that maybe there were other things they could have done to vilify the mother, um, or you know, or or imply more. What I do like about it though is that the way it was executed, it across the board made us all uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like it it did it wasn't like a. There was nothing about the scene which was enjoyable. No. So if you and if so if you are going to portray sexual assault on screen, like that's the way you should feel. Oh, it needs to be as visceral and brutal. Like I, I it's weird to invoke the movie Irreversible when talking about an anime <laughs> because that is one of the most like brutal sexual assault scenes that you'll ever see on camera. Uh, and I don't recommend it because it's horrifying but it it's like no there's nothing sexy about this this is a horrific act that happens like and it's not yeah we don't have to get into this but so sure in that regard it was uncomfortable it may it was creepy it it maybe did what it set out to do i didn't still don't think it was very necessary but that's usually kind of my thought in most 
scenes like that. Well, it, yeah, I agree with you. I also think it did get them where they wanted to be because I immediately thought watching it, I thought, oh, man, Satsuki's going to get hers on this one. I mean, there's no way this woman with the way she's been portrayed mm-hmm. portrayed is going to allow this to stand. And, yeah. I mean, she got hers in the end. Indeed. Indeed. And, and and really that I I think the sexual assault stuff and I'm not trying to downplay it is the one like weird thing on the show. The rest of the show is so freaking great that it just kind of it's almost like it's you can't not talk about it. But the rest of the show, man, it's so great, and it's hard to. It's it's, like, it's weird to parse. Yeah, I I wish it's it's really is like if you think about all of it put together, it's maybe three minutes total that they probably should have just found a better way to do it i think they could have just left it out and it would have been all the same they should have just found another way on the bath scene you could have just found another way the other stuff they could have just left it out well in the bath scene it's like she brings her to completion well i think it's supposed to be that she's because whatever the water is supposed to make like your body restorative or whatever uh, easier to uh, take the life fibers right because because sure. that's the that's the thing from the start is it's very difficult for Satsuki to wear June cats yes. whereas Ryuko it's very easy we just don't know why why until yeah. much later sure um, but Satsuki we see like later on the the uniform like the the sailor uniform whatever starts to overwhelm her mm-hmm. she has to be like shut down basically for her mm-hmm. to be able to take it off and most humans like we see early on in the show when they're trying to test the goku uniform with the 50 percent life fibers it drives the person who has been who put it on crazy immediately right. yeah so for just a regular human to wear a 100% life fiber uniform is seemingly impossible, but that's just her willpower is so strong, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. But yeah, what the water was supposed to uh, like make it easier to wear life fibers or something, sure. right? That was the deal. So I guess they were, but you're right. It does portray it like she's orgasming, but it's. I think it's really supposed to be she's absorbing the life fiber it was also just a weird creepy like i don't think this is necessary sort of thing but yeah like i said i think you know (laughs) some of the other stuff they could just cut it and they would have had to find another way to get satsuki to stabbing her mother in the chest from behind i think you because otherwise it would have been so out of nowhere sure but you can even keep like she's naked well that happens after the 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 face turn right you you could have done the same thing without that level of I'll say violation. Yeah, I think you could have been a little. I know this is not a subtle show, but you could have been a little more subtle with it, and it still would have come across. But that's just that's just yeah. And I, I guess that's just like that probably sums it up right. It's not a subtle show. No. Nothing on the show is subtle. No, it's all way over the top yes. and. For for a non like for a hen, like not hentai, it's an anime. They you know they never draw any nipples or anything like that or dicks. Like they just it's it's 
No, you it's see the sexy for, teacher's nipples. They that's shine. true. That's true. But they um they don't uh You see a fair amount of ass. Yeah. Like a lot of ass. Oh yeah. A lot of a lot, of, lot of male ass. Yes. Uh yeah, you see a fair amount of like you get a lot of panty shots. Sure. But it's in that way that it's like going to excess in in that it's an homage to like Sailor Moon used to show you that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, Sailor Moon was nude during her transformation sequence, too. It's that kind of send-up, like you were saying, that homage to that. Yeah, oh, well, What's I mean, come the, before. The transformation stuff is a straight-up Sailor Moon homage. Yeah. I mean, I, I think with the transformation stuff, the only part to me that's so ridiculous is the very beginning of it where they're just standing there and the boobs are flopping all over the place. I think they could have just cut that. Well, that that's how you know that they're sending it up is because the it's it's more flap than like a Tekken game. Or like <laughs> yeah. fucking or dead, or uh, alive. dead or alive. It's, they're just going like it's <laughs> it's a flag yeah. on a windy day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's insane. Like it's so it's it's funny. And they're not you know it's all in outline. It's like if you ever saw Sailor Moon transform, it's that same kind of shimmery like whatever. There's no detail. But yeah. they're just they're just flying, and it's hysterical. No, it is. Um, I'm trying to think. I think one of the best episodes is the "They Have to Get to School on Time" episode. Oh, that was good. Yeah. And again, I just with, I it, it's one of those that Gamagori has the soft spot for Mako. That's where that starts. Yeah, because <laughs> she stands up to him. <laughs> what what is so funny in the like the first like half of uh the show is like all the times uh Ryuko's like are you guys serious <laughs> she is us we are her <laughs> like, Wait, what the what? fuck <laughs> like huh no every time were they they're about to bring senkets to her and then her pants get pulled down and first the father goes careening into the pole and then the son goes careening into the pole and the dog goes careening and then into the, the pole. dog is about to go careening into the pole and he gets kicked in the fucking face by the by the other by the other girl <laughs> i just the, the the whole ridiculous of it is like oh we're there's 999 checkpoints to make it to school yeah and that's early that's like episode 4 what three four. or four like i want to say yeah. here's here's the like the the group of people who know they're not gonna make it and they've given up <laughs> they're taking homeroom yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no there's so much great stuff i mean of course you have to mention the first the first battle in episode three between Ryuko which is what got us to watch the show yeah is fucking awesome you found it and you were like I need you to watch this and I I was like 10 minutes that's long but then I sat there and I'm like oh no no it's so good and this is amazing that's like the second of some of Satsuki has some incredible speeches early on where she's this super charismatic like authoritarian figure right and no, they're straight up learning about like Nazi Germany in the mm-hmm. first episode. We're we're not yeah. even like being subtle about the comparison. No, what 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 does she say in the first episode after Gamagori goes and takes back the Goku uniform from that kid and hangs his ass up outside the school Forgot as a warning? 
Um, and that's Satsuki, the start. That's yeah, the be- that's, that's the, the very beginning. And his Satsuki comes out and she starts hitting him with like the subjugation is liberation and uh, what what else does she say? Something oh my God. is free. It's just and like she's yeah. spouting the same stuff. From Fear is say. freedom. Yeah. I think. Yeah, you're all pigs in human clothing. Yeah. Whatever she. She, I mean, she has some great speeches throughout, especially when she's putting on this whole character. Um, well, it's not even a character, right? She, she actually does believe those things. But like, if we're talking about Satsuki as a character, because I think she is my favorite character on the show again, because she actually has an arc, right? <laughs> it's weird the way that works. Um, and there's a lot of great characters, but Satsuki, you know, at the beginning, she actually does believe, you know, I need to bring these people in line. Mm-hmm. I need to create this hierarchy of order. I have to train them. Well, that's what it all comes down to, right? right? She's training them to go up against this unstoppable, like, killing yeah. force that's going to destroy the world. Yeah, li- literally. Literally. Turn the turn the earth into fabric. And then um, blow it up. That in and of itself, it's like, I want to know what you were on when you came up with this idea. Oh, I'll tell you what they were on. They were watching Evangelion. <laughs> It's literally the Evangelion plot. That is plot. like exactly what it is, no, right? Like, okay, yeah. think about Evangelion. A being comes to Earth to basically take it over, right? Mm-hmm. Wipe out the life that's there and to create new life to propagate throughout the galaxy. To, create, to bring everyone together as one being... To then propagate throughout the galaxy, right? You're a thousand percent right. I Alex. mean, it's just straight up like, I mean, in this show, there's the freaking what the primordial life fiber or yes. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, that's a whatever. They could have just called it Adam. Yeah, the moon from Evangelion. <laughs> um, the the bringing everyone together is like Gendo's human instrumentality project. <laughs> like like Ragio is Gendo, right? Yeah, that's Except fair. Ragio got a lot closer to me. Well, they got they both got pretty close. They both got pretty close um, in the end. And there's definitely some uh, some uh, kid touching going on in uh, and yeah. the Veva too. A- at least in Kill the Kill, they made them like 16 or 17 instead of 13. So it's all. It's I a mean, still not great. Not great, not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. No, and then and then in episode three, Satsuki gives the whole Satsuki gives the whole speech where. Like, Ryuko at this point is still very ashamed of wearing this ridiculously revealing uniform uh, or outfit, whatever, you know. And she gives the whole speech where, you know, or Ryuko's like, oh, I can't believe you're talking shit. You know, you're talking shit about me while you're looking, while you're dressed like that or whatever. Like a $2 whore. <laughs> and, um, and, and Satsuki's like, you know, whatever, if I... uh if I have to bare my breasts for all the world to see to accomplish my goals, I'll do it. And then Mako flies in with that great speech. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mako, okay, let's talk about Mako for a moment because Mako is so off the wall, but she's also oddly the emotional core of the show. Because mm-hmm. like every time Ryuko, because Ryuko is just like a raging lunatic. Yes. Right? And Ryuko goes so like hard sometimes that she just loses her mind. And Mako's the only one on multiple occasions who's able, to, able to reel her back. her back in. Yeah. The the Fight Club episode. Oh, that I mean, you like the uh, the straight up like, hey, let's show you how much we hate capitalism too. <laughs> 
Always love when that's, that's thrown in, That's Alex. another Satsuki speech, right, where Ryuko, where uh, Mako has taken the, the uniform, and now she's fighting Ryuko, and Satsuki's just talking a ton of shit. <laughs> like, look what I've done to you. All of you, all of you fold when you're, once you're given a taste of the good life, is basically the speech. That costume was amazing the her Mako's uniform, uniform. Oh, yeah. yeah with the big coat and like the hat just <laughs> the hat. outstanding the uh i i don't what i love so much about the show was just right from the first episode with that first ridiculous goku uniform mm-hmm. and it just it just it starts here, and it just, and just keeps going, going up. up. It starts at a ten, and it gets you to about a thousand. <laughs> did you did you enjoy all the different clubs? The clubs is the the fucking funniest. I thing. knew you how love many, the clubs. How many kids are at this school? So many. <laughs> what was it like the 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 two the, the two cl- the one club split into two so both could get an opportunity to fight? Well, and in the the, and that was kind of the thing, right? All these clubs started forming, because that's the only way to get a two star uniform is to be a leader of the club. So to get a better life, you need to create a club that people want to be in, right? Well, I don't think we said that. If you're a no star, you live in you like, live like in the slums because it's just this like city in the middle of the water, right? Yeah. And the academy's on the top. So if you're a zero star. You're in the slums. If you're one star, it's a little bit nicer. Two star, pretty baller, and then three yeah. star is just the the elite four, right? Uh, right. They're the only three stars. Yeah. Well, and then at the end, um, as you enjoyed, Bob, the the tailor has the three star tailor's regalia. <laughs> Listen, everything about all of the three star Goku uniforms is amazing. Just outstanding when she first appears with her fucking voice especially in japanese nunun jacuzere is so irritating like the voice is unbelievably grating but it's perfect (laughs) it's so good and my favorite i i know they do the same line in english bob but i loved when nunun and ryuko are fighting and she, Jacuzzi destroys the stage. Yep. And Ryuko has gained the ability to transform Senkets into a flying outfit, I guess. A rocket. And at the end of the episode, Jacuzzi is like, the kid, gloves, the kid gloves are coming off. You stinking <laughs> bitch. <laughs> like, and the, the delivery is incredible. Like, I just, it's like, it's one thing to call someone a bitch, okay? Stinking but a bitch, stinking though. bitch, that's really over the line. I loved in the later episodes when What's His Nuts keeps doing the puns. Um, oh, uh, Sayagayama. Yeah, and she's, she keeps giving him shit. We said we were all going to do that together. <laughs> I liked another great uh, Jacuzzi moment. She's got she's got a lot actually, but. Um, that I whole like, fight was just a, just all oh, the classical music was like outstanding. When it turns out she has a second uniform, <laughs> she has an encore uniform. <laughs> um, 
No, that fight was great. And that fight, it's weird because they were mostly not... It's like, it's hard to explain, but in a lot of these fights, right, they're very focused on the fight itself. That fight and the Gamagori fight before it were the only ones really that I can think of throughout the show where they like turn the fan service up to a million, right? Because in the Gamagori fight, he's literally whipping her on the ass, right? You remember that? And then... um, I'm nodding vigorously. And and in the Jacuzzi fight, when she's like hitting her with the whatever, the sound waves, right? Mm-hmm. They do a couple different shots where it's like tight in... Here's Ryuko's boobs that have suddenly tripled in size and they're just bouncing all over the yep. place. Like flapping in the breeze. <laughs> and it's weird because most of the sh- rest of the show they're not doing that, right? The rest of the show? Yeah, exactly. The rest of the show, yes. It's just Well, we do funny. also we didn't talk about it during the transformation sequences, but the whip noises whenever they like, Oh my god. It's like the uniforms being like tightened yes, onto them. It's hysterical. It, it's funny because it's just it it's such a it's so well done from like it's not just a send up they have a story there is a plot ridiculous though it is and they execute it well like from start to finish so it's 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 and it's only 25 episodes including that little OVA you showed yeah. us oh i was thinking when i when i was watching this show <clears throat> i was like man if the people who produce, say, Dragon Ball Super were to produce Kill la Kill, this would have been a 150-episode run, no problem. Easily. I mean, they are, it's just one thing after another. Like, in four, in, like, one episode, there will be, like, four huge plot developments mm-hmm. sometimes. And we would never get a, you know, a learning to drive episode. <laughs> Gotta embrace filler, Bob. There's some good filler out there. A lot of it is garbage, but there's some good filler out there. Yeah, it's just... Baseball episode. Baseball episode. I don't even know if that's filler or not. He's never even seen that, Erica. No, he hasn't. It's shameful. It is shameful. If we get him to watch Spy Family, though, he's going to see one of the greatest sports episodes ever. I've got to watch Jack Ryan. Boo! Now, just... Uh, actually, we'll come back to Spy Family later when we when we leave spoiler territory. But anyway, um, there's so much great stuff, and and that's the other thing, right? Like at the beginning of the show, you think the show's going one way because the show at the start is very much laid out. Like, like at the end of episode three, it's hey, climb the hierarchy, almost like a video game. Yeah, defeat all the mini bosses, defeat the, the elite, elite four. four. If you want to get to me. And then I'll and tell you, you what happened to, me, to your dad. I'll tell you what happened to your dad. It's like, well, oh, okay, here's the show. And, and that's kind of the show for like maybe 10 episodes, right? Well, and you know something's weird because it's, you know, uh, Sasuke has plenty of opportunity to dispense with Ryuko if yeah. she wanted to. So you know something. Well, and we have not there. even mentioned nudist beach yet. New. And Japanese, the first time he says he's like, Nudist bitch. That that's all <laughs> happening on the side. So you're like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is going on? D T R. 
nudist beach is so absurd and like and yet fits perfectly they're fighting from the they're fighting to become free from the tyranny of clothing <laughs> alex humans are humans because of clothing clothing is clothing That's clothing <laughs> clothing took clothing took our prime like our primate ancestors in evolved clothing involved humans to where they are now that is a plot point on their show yes. friends when he'll give, start talking and then the jacket just starts like he starts, he starts slowly falling away. <laughs> I like one of the first times he's like sliding towards Ryuko and she kicks the sword up into his face like back off buddy. <laughs> so I, I know you both are sub folks. I'm a dub person. Matt Mercer as sexy teacher is so ridiculous. Yeah, I so I watch the show both ways because I love this fucking show, and uh, it's good in the dub. I think they did a pretty good job. My my issue, my main issue with the dub is I feel like they made it really like fucking unnecessarily edgy sometimes. Like there's a lot of bitches thrown in all over the place. Like that's one of the things about when Jacuzzi says it that one time is they really don't swear that much in the Japanese version. Like, there's mm. a few bitches, but not many. In the English dub, if you remember, Bob, they're tossing bitch all over the fucking place. I mean, Ryuko's calling somebody a bitch every fucking episode. Well, and, and the Japanese voice actors just take it up those couple extra notches. Like, when they're screaming, or when they're, like, delivering their lines, that just... It just hits better for me. Like, I remember... uh the one that always stands out to me that I was just like, it's just like, why'd you change it? Because sometimes I understand they need to, they're trying to make things match their mouth movements to yeah. a degree. But there's shots where you don't even see her face and they're changing lines. And I think it's weird. Like when, okay, so one of the best moments on the show to me is after Satsuki is turned on her mother and the mother takes over Ryuko's mind the mind stitching mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and Ryuko breaks herself out of it and like yanks the fucking red thread out of her head right and then in in Japanese she just points at her mother and she's like you know um what does she say like I'm taking her down or something like that but in but in English it's like bitch is going down mm. you know and, and there's a lot of that in the dub well, I think if it's they're trying to like establish if the character has just been like speaking like that in the dub, then. Yeah. But I mean, it's a choice, right? It's right. A choice That's what I mean. There's a lot of that. The localization folks yeah, the have localization. made. Which is like okay, but is it necessarily like needed? So I don't. Know. I, I mean, I in, I think the dub was fine, but I just really enjoyed the Japanese performances. That's right. I just can never sit through it. Yeah, I know. A, a, know. a sub. The only sub I can re I've ever been able to watch has been One Punch Man. Because that the dub is not good. I haven't watched it, so I don't know. Because that's another one. It's just the, the the delivery of the Japanese lines just fits so well mm -hmm. that it's like mm, no, I'm good, thank you. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, I'm trying to because it very much like the show follows a certain path, right? And then and then you get to the battles with the Elite Four pretty early on, right? I yeah. think like that starts like episode eight, maybe, and you're like, we got here very this? quickly. Yeah, yeah, it's like these. She's already fighting the Elite Four. Like, is she gonna lose? You know, like right. He's like, oh, and, and you're fighting them all in a row, by the way. Because you've watched a show before, you yeah. you know that there's going to be some kind of turn. I do like that Gamagori, it turns out, is just like a... How did you even describe him? Like a... Like he whips himself to become stronger. He's uh Like he's a real... I'm trying to think of what the term would masochist? be. Yeah, masochist? Yeah, masochist. Thank you. He loves pain. She's like, what, you're not going to attack Oh, you're me? all perverts. It's not perverted. <laughs> like, whatever he said. I don't remember, but... Um, one of the best... Oh, my God. One of the best lines was... I think... Uh, it was right... It was a few episodes after that. And this is when the show starts to ramp up, right? Is when Nui Harame first appears. Mm-hmm. And first off, she's just totally ridiculous uh, yeah, right? unhinged in a way that's just like okay but like like deliciously evil but mm-hmm. just a smile on her face the whole time she got the like, little parasol the big pigtails oh yeah i love when she first shows up and she gets satsuki to agree to let her fight ryuko and ryuko's just kind of standing around like who is this weird fucker right who the fuck is this and you know, Nui's like, oh, you're, you, are you, are you worried about, you know, uh, unleashing your full power on me? Well, let me just tell you, I'm the one who killed your dad. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just got the big fucking smile on her face the whole time. Like she literally just walked up to Ryoko and she was like, I killed your daddy. (laughs) You know? And she's always got like the sweet smile on and they animate her very simply. So oh, it's yeah. like, oh, just like she's very flat. Stuff. Yes. Very cutesy. And she's fighting with the other half of the scissors. Right? She's interacting with her own name, like <laughs> on the screen, reaching out to Satsuki, who's like a mile away from her, like playing with her hair. When they did the like, there's one time where they have like got the name out in front of her and then they like cut to a shot above them. Mm-hmm. And the words are still in front of her. And she's just leaning and on them. And she's like, I was yeah. like dying. Like, I love that shit. That's <laughs> yeah. great. She's like, yeah, she's like breaking the fourth wall, right? Or something. Um, That's how powerful she is. But, oh, so anyways, her, I think it's her and, um, this is when her and Ryuko are fighting. Where Ryuko's like lost her mind and been consumed by the Kamui. And, uh, Noonan, the other, the tech guy whose name I always forget. Mako and Gamagori are sitting there and it's when Mako has figured out that oh like something like oh the uniforms are tied together by the red thread of fate right and uh and she like got it right it turns out like that's actually what it was right like there's a thread inside the uniforms that's the most important to holding them together Mm -hmm. um and you know Noonan goes like, oh, okay, you got one right, slacker. <laughs> and Mako just goes like, I may be a slacker, but I have a name. <laughs> Mako, Makachaku, or whatever her name is. <laughs> and they cut to Gamagori, and he's like, did you just admit you're a slacker? <laughs> you have spunk, Makachaku. <laughs> and that's where it starts. <laughs> that, like, 
everything about when each one who's who loses comes and sits on that bench naked. Well, no, they're not. They're in the tracksuits at that point, right? Yeah, that's right. The, The everything around that is amazing. Like every scene they cut over there. Oh, pure it's gold. So good. Yeah. Well, and we, 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 you know, we learned that, uh, you know, Gamagori is very willing to kill himself. <laughs> the deep shame he felt, yes, to, from losing. Oh, that was great, too, when she allows herself to be captured to then transform um, Senkets into, like, a saw, basically. Uh, yeah, I... Man, that okay. So, yeah, the whole fight with her and Gamagori was great. The fight between her and um, Noonan was great. The fight between her and the tech guy was like two seconds. She was just like, "Yeah, I destroyed you." Get yeah, out that's here. great. Uh, you're a joke, <laughs> and he is a joke, really, in terms of any time he's actually fighting. Um, and then yeah, Nui shows up, and she's gonna fight. Uh, or when she's going to fight Sayagayama again, and just blocks Saigaima's attack and they're all like what the fuck is going on <laughs> right and then that's that's funny that's the first time you see Satsuki she's worried right because right. she she's always has this like cold unbreakable exterior and then Nui Harame shows up and she's like Saigaima get out of there right. you know like right. she knows this woman is not to be fucked with and uh, she, yeah, yanks on one thread. The whole uniform falls apart, and everyone's like, "What the fuck like, is going not on?" Not great, <laughs> not great. The Grand Coutier. <laughs> oh, but then and then I loved. Um, yeah, it was great when Nui has just driven Ryuko so to be so mad that the Kamui like swallows her up, and she's transformed into this monster, right? And just blood. Blood's Exploding flying out of her everywhere. body. Yes. And that's also when you get the, they're explaining, or the tech guy goes, I can't remember, I just can't remember the character's name. He's such a nothing. Yeah. But he goes like, if this continues on, she's going to die from blood loss soon. And Mako's like, what? <laughs> you, can't, you can't die from blood loss? My dad, what, is, what does she say? Like, my dad, or like. My head is like the back alley doctor. I I've, I know a lot of people who died from no, blood like, loss. You really died from dad, that. <laughs> my dad die? has lots of people who die from blood loss. And Gamagori's like, uh, what? what did you just say? <laughs> the dad being the back alley doctor is outstanding as oh, well. Yeah. That's just great. Um, but then it's Mako who, who manages to pull her back. Yeah, right? so we get like the big, you have Satsuki try to come down. And this is again when, this is before Satsuki turns face. And you see Satsuki again, she's stepping in to try to stop something really bad from happening and we get another big battle between them and you get the awesome like dragon ball z powering up scene where everyone else is getting blown away they're like we like during these fights there are literal like just oceans of people just getting knocked like out of into being the universe. blown away constantly <laughs> and it's hysterical <laughs> no it's so good and the 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 shot where Satsuki is powering up and they're close in on her face. Like the animation was so good. And, you know, she's just like, it's over. Matoi. 
<laughs> and then Ryu, and then Mako jumps in, and you and you see like Satsuki sees Mako coming in from the side, and she's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you know. But yeah, but you get a lot of moments like that in the show, right? That are actually very heartfelt. Mm-hmm. You know, when Mako like brings her back from the brink of insanity. Yeah. You know, I forget exactly what she says, but that I love a good saving your friend with the yeah, power of Yeah, she's like your love. you said something like you said you wanted to know your father, or he wouldn't he wouldn't want you to be like this, or something like that. Um, have we talked about that yet? I don't think we've mentioned that yet. Well, with the father? Yeah, the father, uh, or uh, uh, I think you've uh, alluded to it, but um, Ryoko and, uh, uh, and I always want to say Ryoko, like from, uh, and it's probably spelled the same from uh, Tenchi Muyo. So I like so, want to pronounce it, but I don't think it's pronounced that way. So we get the so what you're alluding to now is you get the big twist. This is like episode of I don't know sixteen, seventeen, something. It's like that. It's right in there. It's like right before the theme or you, the theme is changed. I want to say. Yeah, you get the huge twist, which is they're having what was it the art the cultural cultural event? and sports festa something <laughs> glorious and um. Ragio has encased all these people in their clothing. They've been taken over by the life fibers. Because she's come because she thinks this is kind of the right. kickoff for, for her, her world her grand world machinations. Plan, yes. Right. It's like a testing ground to make sure the clothing works and everything. Right. The covers. If you yes. Will. Revox mm. is the name of the company. <laughs> um, and this is where you get the big moment where now, you know, Ryuko shows up. She's about to get ready to do battle with Ragio and Satsuki and the Elite Four. And Satsuki stabs her mother right through the fucking chest, which was awesome, by oh, the way. Very much and so. And throws her ass onto the cross. <laughs> Japanese love doing that. Yeah, they love their uh, religious uh, They're like, symbolism. Christianity, eh, don't mean dick over here. So, yeah, just, just crucify him. It's cool. It looks cool. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So... That's when then they spend parts of the next episode while this big battle's going on and, you know, they're trying to explain to Ryuko, like, hey, actually, we've been kind of on your side this whole time. You know, Satsuki's been training you for her mother sort Mm -hmm. of thing. And then they do the flashback to Ragio and her husband, I guess, doing all these life fiber experiments. And the one on Satsuki fails. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's another one on another child that also seemingly fails. Like a just born Right, like, like baby. a little baby. Yeah. And the baby gets like flushed down the toilet, basically. Like, like they, they literally, they shoot. have her and like, yeah, and she just falls. And you're watching this. And of course, anyone who's been following, you go, holy shit, they're sisters. Right. But what <laughs> did I like, say? I'm like, in the opening, like, are their fucking eyes are the same color. There's something fucking going on here. <laughs> yeah. But that's like the big, like, we're laying it out, right? And it's like, oh my God, they're fucking sisters. You're mm-hmm. sitting there watching it. And then you get the big, you get the double reveal. Because Satsuke end, says, of. "Oh, and the I want to avenge my dad and the and the uh, the sister that I never got to know, or something." Right. And you're like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> and then, and then, and this is again, this is like we're talking about. This all happens in one episode. They do the backstory on that. They do Satsuki cutting her fucking mother's head off, but she misses the one thread. The uh, the one thread didn't get cut. Um, you have 
that great moment where Nui Harame shows up in front of Ryuko and Ryuko's getting really mad again and then she calms down and pulls out like her ultra powerful form mm-hmm. right where she's like glowing uh pink yeah and that was a cool scene too where now you've finally seen a chink in the armor on Nui Harame right because she's worried yeah like she throws out her attack where she throws out like all her clones mm-hmm. or whatever yeah, 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 and yeah, Ryuko yeah. just slashes them all away and she's like uh-oh Fuck. And she's just like flying around her, and she's like, well, "I don't remember you being this slow last time." And then mm-hmm. that's another big like, you know, uh, they're alluding to it, right? Where Nui Harame is like, "How can a human? How can a normal human have this much power?" Right, exactly. Right. So they're laying it out. I mean, again, this is not a subtle show. No, and the pacing is like, and this is all again. This is all happens. This is in all one in episode. one episode. This is one yeah. episode. One twenty-minute episode. You're and, just flying. And then right after that, yeah, we get. Satsuki fails to kill her mother. The mother, as we talked about, sexually assaults her some more and takes Junkets off of her mm-hmm. and puts on Junkets. So we get a, the transformation sequence of her putting on Junkets <laughs> and then, like, dashes behind Ryuko, stabs her in the fucking chest. Oh, yeah, she definitely with rips her, her heart out. Yeah. Rips her heart out, and the heart is, like, glowing like the life fibers do. And that's when it's like. Oh, shit. oh, she actually did merge with the life fibers and she hits her with the, I thought you were dead, mm-hmm. but no, you are my mm-hmm. daughter. And Ryuko's like, <gasps> and, that scene just, and that's where like the big cliffhangers start, right? Like yeah. the episode before that one. And then this one, this all, that was literally like four major plot developments in one episode. Yeah. So you're like, well. I guess this is what I'm doing for the rest <laughs> now of the evening. Now I have evening. to keep watching. Right, I just yes. have to keep going. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, that was such a, like, obviously you knew it was coming because mm-hmm. it was so laid out. But when she literally rips her heart out of her chest, like, it was such a great shot, too. You're like, oh, well, we're just doing <laughs> this. Okay. And everyone else is like, what the fuck? You know? Well, then after that, she's kind of having a hard time with it, right? Yeah, she gets, she she's like, I'm not a, yeah, what does she tell Senkets at the end of the next episode, I think? She's like, I'm not a human. I'm just like you. I'm a life fiber monster. Clay, like, so she's never going to wear them again. Yeah. Just, yeah. The existential crisis for like three episodes. Not it, even it was more three, like It was more like one minutes. episode. <laughs> yeah. No, but that that had a great moment, too, where they've created this whole device to extract people from the covers. <laughs> yes. And they Because fucking... at the end of that one episode, Mako gets sucked into one of them. Right. And, you know, they put in all this work, like Gamagori extracts the person from the one cover, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Ryuko gets pissed off because they start making noise. She wakes up like one slice, kills all the covers... Freeze all the people and Gamagori's like, what the fuck am I even doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he fulfilled his vow to Mako's younger brother to find her and save her. That's true. Um, I love Gamagori, by the way. He's awesome. A delight from start to finish. (laughs) Um, I think think one of his great moments, right, is Ed, right? I mean, we'll get there, I guess. But right at the tail end when um, it looks like he's been killed. And then actually he was wearing like a suit of armor or underneath, something yeah. underneath his Goku uniform. 
It's and, like in wrestling when like somebody goes for the nut shot and then they reveal yeah. that they're wearing like the steel cup, mm-hmm. which would still hurt like a bitch <laughs> sure. if somebody nut shot you when you were wearing that. Uh-huh. But it's essentially the same thing. Yeah, but he's like, that's the, another great Jacuzzi moment there where he's like, he's like, actually, I'm I was fine the whole time. And Jacuzzi like, we all saw you. You passed out. <laughs> Um, well, and why did that happen? He was taking the shot from Mako. That's right, yeah, because Nui Harame was going after her, right, or something? I believe so, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, like, because they, they had, and again, like, they do everything you wanted them to do along the way, but it's all awesome, like, where, you know, and then what happens, you, you were talking about Ryuko gets really mad, she's having, like, this crisis where it's like... I'm not human. What the fuck am I? Mm-hmm. And she gets captured by Ragio and Nui and all them. And well, they, they bait her into coming back. Right. They yeah. They piss her off, and they're and like, then, "Oh, come get us. We're at the we're at Hanoji Academy." And that's when you you see. I think Satsuke is captured. She manages to escape because she has like she has the blade. She's made her toenail. She has a false toenail out of Bakuzan's the same material as Bakuzan, yeah. right? So she she's like cutting up the covers with her feet. Yeah, it's hysterical. Um, running through uh, the school completely naked yeah, and they're just, like just kicking ass yeah um no and that's yeah they capture her and they like tie they tie senket not junkets onto her like into her life fibers they say mm-hmm. and uh then you get her showing up and like trying to destroy the boat because now she's been made evil by like this mind. Uh, and this is nudist beach, the nudist beach boat. They the, have, the the great soul. They have a boat base. <laughs> the great, the naked soul. The naked soul. Yeah. Which is S O L, which is sun, the naked sun, Asimov reference. <laughs> I was going to say soul can also be a uh, Akira reference because that's the name of the big laser in the sky. Hmm. Look at that. Shabams. Double double whammy. <laughs> Makes everyone happy. Touch them all. Um, Gotta touch them all. So you, yeah, you get. Um... Yeah, they do that in this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so you get ryuko showing up onto the boat she's gonna she's destroying the boat right and satsuki leaves and goes to like the moment you see her walk into the room with senkats i mean you know what's gonna happen yeah, yeah. but it's well still... as soon as you saw uh ryuko put on junkats you're like yeah. okay well yeah of course obvious conclusion here and but when she like of course like she's on the fucking cody vader rising up on the boat you like that love it you like that, I, that, like that nice reference? solid reference alex um she's rising up on the boat she has her charisma lights all <laughs> around her and she's wearing scent cats and you're like this is fucking awesome. like why is this the greatest show that i've ever watched why did it take me so long to find this yeah um and then they have their battle next episode another another good battle Man, Ryuko really beat the shit out of her in that one, though. Yes, because um, what what do they say? Because she isn't fully synchronized. Well, she can't actually communicate with Senkets at that. So point. there's like a there's a there's delay. A delay. <laughs> there's like a second delay in the stuff that she's able to do. Right. But then um, Mako steps in again. 
Yeah, they 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 literally force Mako and Senkets into her like soul, I guess. Which was hilarious. <laughs> um, Cuz I was like, "Oh, there goes the uniform. That makes sense. Why the fuck did Mako just get sucked in there? <laughs> what the fuck is going on?" And then yeah, you get reasons. That, you get that great scene where uh Ryuko rips Junkets to pieces off her body. Well, I like what they did before that too where they have like it's the scene like uh, what either she's seeing in her mind where they right. had the whole thing like uh, Junkets is your wedding dress, right? Where that was like the whole They have they have the cover like next to her. Yeah. But and it's, she's like older and she's in like uh, uh, she's in a chapel and she's in like a wedding dress. And then Mako fucking shows up. But it's a smaller screen and they've got like the life fiber animation happening yeah. around it, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. Stylistically, at least. And then Mako pulls her out of it because Mako's the whole heart of the show that it revolves around. Mako's the best. We love Mako. <laughs> I loved. Uh, and then. Uh, but then real yeah. quick aside on that. See, I, nope. I would just Here like to, I would just like to say that this show understands who the heart of the show is. Unlike some other shows, could you be talking about Stranger Things? Maybe Mike Wheeler is not the heart. Fuck Mike. Group. Mike is the worst. It is Dustin, and whoever who, who uh, anyone who argues is a fucking idiot. Mike is the worst. <laughs> Continuing on, <laughs> that's true. Your friend is gay and he is in love with you and he is crying in the back of that car, you monster. Well, Moving on. And they don't lay it on thick, but another thing if you you could take from that scene is at the end, at the very end of the show, you have Mako asking Ryuko out on a date. Mm-hmm. And Specifically you take, a date. Yeah, and yes. she kisses her on the lips while asking her. So, I mean, there's again, this is not subtle. Diversity win. So, but in that, but in that scene where she's been, your life fiber monster is gay. Where, where you're right, but in that scene where she's been taken over by Junkets, right, and the whatever, like, just she's, and that's another one, right? I mean, the, this is like them giving their stupid justifications, but when she's taken over by Junkets, much more of her body is covered, yes, because their reasoning for. Junkets and Senkets being worn in the way they are is you have to minimize body contact so the life fibers don't take you over, right? Right. It's that bullshit. Um, but but when she's it's wearing... It's like quiet in Ju- Metal Gear Solid Five. Exactly, She yes. breathes through her skin, so exactly. she really can't wear a lot of clothes. That, that just makes sense. It's it's just logic. You don't know about that, Bob? No, I, I, I never played any Metal Gear Solid. And uh, yeah, I haven't played Metal Gear Solid Five either, but I thought just everyone knew about this ridiculous shit. No. So there's a character in Metal Gear Solid Five, Quiet. She's been infected with some virus or something. There's she always some see- virus or something. Yeah. It's Metal Gear. She can't speak, but she's like she's like in the military, right? She's like she's out in battle. She's like a but sniper. She's or only something, wearing right? a bikini because <laughs> she because of whatever this virus has done to her. She now breathes through her skin so the more of her body she has covered the harder time it is for her to breathe it's genuinely an amazing justification like genuinely like straight up can we can we nice job sir can we talk about how much how just much effort we put into as, as a society justifying nudity yes justifying wanting to ogle like uh, yeah nudist beach 
So, but but what I was getting to was in that scene where you know uh, Mako and Senkets have gone into her mind or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, what's next to her when she's captured? When her mother has you know like taken over her brain, I guess, or put her in the mind stitching, whatever. It's a man, right? So there is like break off your chains. And when Mako kicks that door down, the fucking handle goes right into the fucking. Male covers Which head. Which was also hilarious. Yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, and so... And then, yeah, so that's... Then th- she breaks out of whatever. She rips the... Her ripping it off was, like, amazing. That was awesome. Yeah, that's a and rad scene. Right at the start of the next episode, I loved when Mako throws Senkets at Ryuko... And Nui Harame's like, oh, I guess I'll just have to shred that dumb old Senkets again. And he, like, splits into two pieces. That was the, that was amazing. Ho- hops off her head to get to Ryuko. And then it's like the fucking Gundam tree. That's exactly what it is, right? It's like Voltron coming together. It was amazing. Like, skirt, top. All right, we're ready to go. And then uh, I admit I I I had a little bit of like a tear when they do the sister transformation at the end of that episode for the first time. Come on, that was great. It was good. It was good. I do love uh, the various scenes throughout the run where uh, Senkets is off talking on his or is like uh, talking on his own mm-hmm. when Ryuka's not wearing him. I, especially when he's like bawling, it's just fucking hysterical. The animation. No one can understand me. When it, in that's episode four as well. When the mother is uh, Mako's mother is washing him and all this shit, oh, and ironing and him, then, <laughs> and then she starts to iron him, and he's like, "No, help me!" Oh, oh, <laughs> amazing, amazing. Um. Yeah, but it's like near the end, they start accelerating so much. I mean, I loved, uh, you know, whatever. The whole thing where the mother is put on the great uniform, whatever. Like, she's wearing, like, the fucking Technicolor dream coat or something. (laughs) I mean, that's really, like, kind of what it was. Basically, yes. Yes. And uh, she's doing, like, whatever that is. Like, the absolute submission field, which, again, is, like, clearly an Evangelion reference, right? Like... The absolute terror field, mm-hmm. the absolute submission field. We're just going for it. Um, and so Ryuko like takes off Senkets so she can move around because it doesn't affect her. And then Senkets is like, "Oh wait a second, I'm like Ryuko. I'm not a pure life fiber either." And he like drills himself through um, Ra- Ragio, you know, whatever. And it's just that was a great moment. Uh, and then they she gives that whole they give that whole speech like, "We're not human. We're not clothing." For everything, <laughs> she goes when she puts on the she puts on all the uniforms, power, and becomes a super saiyan. I enjoyed the hell out of that too. I was like, "Yep, let's just, let's just go there. Why not? Sure." Uh, I'm trying to think. There's so many. Like there is like towards the end. There's so many great moments, and they're all happening like all together oh it's all in just quick succession yeah you really do just need to you, you if, if you've ever been interested you just need to watch the show yeah well in in the, the the 25 episode run 
their half hour episode. Not even. It's they're like 25. 20. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's really fast to blow through. Even you, for if you've got us. A, if you've like, got a weekend, you could breeze through it in a weekend. Yeah. Easily. Um, oh, yeah. For sure. And it's like, it, 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 what I like about it is, like, I'm not sitting here left, like, wanting more. It's like, no, they told the story. It's done. They got, got in. They, they got, got out. out. It, was it was very good. satisfying. Right. All right. Well, and the thing is, I guess uh, Trigger, they always do these one season shows. Like, they do the one season, that's it. They come, they move on to a new project. But you definitely could, like, if they ever wanted to, I mean, they could go back to it. Like, you could be like, oh, actually, Senketz's soul is in the scissors or something. Like, oh, yeah, could, you could do something. They could do something if they wanted you to. You can always find a way, Alex. You can always find a way to do a sequel. Well, it's it's funny because now... A lot of, a lot of animes are very much like kill a kill, like not this insane pacing, but a lot of animes are very much we're just we're throwing stuff at you all the time, really fast. Whereas you know your Dragon Balls or your Naruto's or Bleach or whatever, like all these other animes, they would do these long well, drawn well, out arcs that would go for you, forever. You've you've tickled Naruto. my interest. Alex, because now we're talking business. <laughs> President. Business. Well, and the problem is, it's like, I just don't have time, nor the interest to be like, oh, Bleach looks kind of cool. Oh, there's how many episodes? Yeah. No. No. I just, I one, I don't have the time anymore. Well, you don't have the time, and there are so many things competing for your attention. I need to watch The Witcher for like the fiftieth time. Yes, sure. Um, <laughs> but but I think that, that's <laughs> like how how could Dragon Ball Z be successful today if it if it started today? It, it wouldn't be. It's just. I mean, well, are, it depends, too much filler. I think it, it depends on your age group too, right? But though they're not even just too much filler, there's so much competing for your attention. Do they do stuff like that anymore, Alex? I don't follow anime much anymore. Most of the animes tend to have like tighter seasons now. I mean, I know, uh, like uh, the two really popular ones right now are Chainsaw Man and Spy Family. And Chainsaw Man's first season was like twelve episodes, maybe. Mm-hmm. And Spy Family's first season was like twenty-five. Um, so they're like you know, in Spy Family is definitely a much more like slower paced casual show. Sure. I think I think you can have a slower pace, um, but you can't. I don't think I don't think there's a lot of room in 2022 for shows that are, you know, that are Dragon Ball that are so much filler, because people are going to tune out or just so long and go watch something else. Well, I think that it's only maybe the established franchises get away with that. Cause I mean, yeah. super was like 140 something episodes or something like that. Really? So, oh yeah. Wow. There's a lot of episodes. Oh, that, what is it? The tournament of power at the end? Go. That's, that's, that's like 50 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be 25 minutes. Well, that's just, that's just classic, whatever, but or whatever it was an hour total. It and that's supposed- nowhere near as bad with filler as the original show was. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, Dragon Ball Z had so many pure filler episodes. But they're also, if you think about when Dragon Ball Z was on uh Cartoon Network, 
there wasn't really much else competing with it. Not really. I wonder, Not in that genre. You know, we have like no knowledge of how Japanese television works. Like, I wonder yeah. what, what type of networks these shows air on. Yeah. And like what, what schedules they air on. I don't know. Like, it's so different. Right. Well, Super was like a weekly memory serves. Yeah. But that's a while ago now, too, when that was originally. And, and I think a lot of these shows are we are airing weekly. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's totally, it's just hard to fathom. Really across the board, though, especially with streaming, you see stuff. It, it is moving towards shorter seasons. Yeah. Which I think is to the detriment of some things. Now, I don't necessarily want a 22-episode season, but I think like 12 to 13 is kind of your sweet spot. Yeah, I... And again, I'm, I'm speaking of this solely in context of The Witcher because I think eight episodes is entirely not enough. Just from a storytelling standpoint, sure. you don't get to have... And this will... I have some things to say about Blood Origin in a little while, but we're not talking about that yet. You need time to get to know your characters. Can we... for Just sorry to cut you off, but for the purposes I of I cut you time, off constantly. Timestamps. So. Can we say we're done with spoilers oh, sure. on Kill a Kill? Since we're moving kind of to another topic, or do you want to talk more kill to kill? I don't know what else there is to say aside from just like repeating like what happens in the show. Yeah, yeah. There's just there is so many great moments. Um, I I love that whole thing where like Satsuki and um, Ryu, Ryuko they both have like one of the scissor blades and they like cross them again over each other. Oh yeah, that was rad slice as hell. the shit out of her, their mother. Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, whatever they say, like, this is the power of, you know, the people you've described as shams or something. Right. Because like, the Satsuki. mom's talking like mad shit oh, the entire I mean, time. I, I, tri- I tripped over one of the, I, I skipped over one of the best things where Scotsy, where Satsuki gives her the big apology speech. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And she bows to her. She bows. The big bow. That was a deep bow. A deep bow. The deep, deep res- Japanese bow. Deep respectful bow. Now we're done with spoilers. How far can you bow? pretty far as far as you can without falling over. no 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 you specifically oh, i can't Me? bow that far probably like forehead to ground for you can get all the way forehead to ground yeah okay yeah, i'm quite flexible can can you demonstrate that for us well i'm trapped right now so i can't later okay, later. later we'll confirm yeah <laughs> um so we we if we're done with kill the kill go watch it it's great um, or at least talking about spoilery stuff, we might wander back in a little bit. But we were starting to talk a little bit more about kind of like the the business of Japanese television that we don't understand it. And so, if you do understand the business of Japanese television, write to us. Bob yes, for donating to our Patreon. Bob at teampumanife dot com. Uh, and uh, let us know. But you know, I. At its core, what's interesting to me about shows where they do come in, they do this season and they're done, is it kind of, it violates a lot of principles of entertainment. And I always come back to something I heard Cody Rhodes talk about with regards to Dusty. And Cody, I heard him tell this story once of Dusty always said, show me the money which was his way of saying your job in any given show is to get people to buy the next show. 
it doesn't matter what this show is. You're always selling the next thing. The, like the way Dusty ever oh, thought about it is, it doesn't matter what happens on this show if you don't buy the next show. Well, your ass is already in the seat, right? Tom, I got to sell you the next show. Right. Well, I guess my question to you would then be, I don't know what else Trigger has done, but would you watch another Trigger show? I would. I'd give it a try. Um, in fact, I think I, I, I came across a list of like the top 10 Trigger shows, which, okay. Um, well, have they been around? They must have been around for a while if they've been Long enough. I mean, this there, has yeah. been 2014. No, I know. I, so, Kill a Kill's been out for a Kill, while. Yeah, Kill a Kill's like over 10 years old. So, and, and that was their first show as Studio Trigger. Um, but yeah, I guess every, like, and Kill the Kill was number two on this list. What was number one? I don't remember, but I was like, oh, well, interesting. So I'm intrigued. So yeah, I mean, you're kind of, I guess that's their model is they're selling you go buy, go watch our next Well, and thing. I think it's with anything, right? If you're, if you're quality, if you're, and again, in this world of streaming where everything is so short, because everything is vying for your time, it's like, well, we can't be long or people won't watch. Well, it, it's it's interesting because we talk about, in, in our last podcast, we talked a lot about um, the superhero franchises mm-hmm. and how, like, Marvel has been going on forever and they've been, they, you know, they've had that, they've had more of that wrestling model of, like, you're just continuing, a, you know, it's a, it's a storyline that never ends. It just keeps going and we keep adding to it. And how kind of, like, fatigued people are on it and if you if you stick to that model you're kind of stuck you gotta you're always trying to build on what was last but if what your last thing you had you're tired of or your audience is tired of that can be hard to write in such a way that you get people in without breaking the storyline sure but without but in this model that like trigger and i guess a lot of anime studios are follow you could completely go in a different direction every you know every new show you do right um there's just a high upfront ip cost every time Mm -hmm. but they and it it seems to to be working it's hard to get into a new ip yeah Yeah, it is very interesting because obviously you know like i'm not sure how popular kill the kill was clearly it's semi-popular at least Mm -hmm. i think it I think one of the problems with something like Kill a Kill is just because of the outfits and everything, you're going to turn a certain segment off completely. Sure. And my in my first my first impression, because I had heard of Kill a Kill before. Sure. So I had just I. never seen that video that I that got me into it. But my first impression, whenever I like saw the characters or whatever, is I just thought it was like some stupid fan service. Well, this show. is a tits and ass like yeah, yeah fan service. Like I, I didn't Not know like what it was actually doing um, mm-hmm. until I saw that clip. And it was like, oh, but and I and I and I'll probably never watch it. But I have to think that cyberpunk show on Netflix because Trigger made that, mm. and that's what got me to notice it because someone was like, oh, you know. Trigger's other work was Kill the Kill, like one of their other things, and look at this clip, and I watched it, and I was like, what the f- like, This is fucking incredible. Was Cyberpunk the show supposed to be pretty good, or? It's supposed to be good, okay. yeah. I mean, and the thing is, if Trigger did it, okay, I might be a little bit more inclined to check that out, though. But again, that's a one-season show. That's it, because that's what they do. So if there's another Cyberpunk show, it probably won't be Trigger, sure. or at least won't be those characters. Which is fine in my book. Yeah, I'm fine as long as you tell a complete story, a complete satisfying story. Right, I'm fine. 
Mm-hmm. If I want more, that's what AO3 is for. Yeah, and, and, and you know, when it comes to something like Kill the Kill, I wouldn't have been upset if there was more. And I, in a way, I wish there was more. Um, There's nothing I, wrong with leaving you wanting yeah, more, Yeah, but, it, but it, does, it does feel like a complete story, even if they jammed it all in there in an extremely short well, period of time. I think of it like what, like, it's like getting to the end of eating a delicious pizza. And, like, you obviously want a second pizza. So you just get one the next day. Well, maybe. But, like... <laughs> Your metaphor is flawed. No, there's there's a difference between, like, getting to the end of eating something delicious and be like, oh, man, I could eat a lot more of that, even though I know I don't need to. Um, versus having, like, a slice of, like, really shitty pizza and being like, eh, I need Ow. good pizza now. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it kind of is incredible for anime how they are so willing to, like with a show like Cowboy Bebop, to just make that one season. That's it. That's the show. And they did do the movie as well. Sure. But they generally was kind of like, okay, we did that and that's over. Well, and what studio is that? Because didn't they sure. do... What the fuck? You all right? You're just a little soft for some reason. Oh. Mm. And I don't I don't know if you just moved positions or whatnot, but it's all right. Never mind. They did uh, Samurai Champloo, didn't they? And that was only like 26 episodes, too. I'm not sure. But that's that's what I wish. Like, maybe one day, you know, they'll decide, you know, we've got a great idea and Let's we're going to do a, a Kill the Kill movie. And then they could apply a big budget. To an hour and a half or two hours or whatever. The problem I have with the idea of a Kill the Kill movie is that you have gone, you know, without jumping back into spoilers, the end of the show was pretty much like... Pretty definitive. Definitive is like, it's the biggest crisis you could possibly imagine, (laughs) right? But a lot of shows will have their big... Holy shit, whatever, and then they still do a movie. They still do. It doesn't mean it's a good idea. <laughs> well, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a good idea, but as long as it's kind of fun, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I think Cowboy Bebop's was a prequel, wasn't it? I don't think it was a prequel. I think it took place in the middle of the Or like a mid run. kind of thing. Yeah. I need to like, rewatch that. It was a great show. I mean, look, for something like Kill a Kill, you could do it like how, uh, basically how Dragon Ball did Dragon Ball Super Broly, where... You just find some big bad to pull out of the ether, exactly. and they show up, and you have to battle them. You right? Know? Like this isn't that complicated. No, this is not hard. We, we could we could figure it. But out. they're are we they going to do it? I doubt it. Probably. I mean, um, it's. I mean, especially ten years later, right. I doubt that's going to happen. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. If I ever need more, I'll just go back and I'll rewatch the show. <laughs> you could watch it in English. See what you think. Just, I've seen a, an episode of the dub, and it, it's it's still good. It's just not as good, in my humble. Opinion. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I, it's it's hard for me to say because I will never. I, I you know I've watched an episode in the sub, um, and it just takes so much effort for me to watch a sub. It's it's, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. So I you know it you just, literally fell asleep afterwards. I did. Did that was a good nap? 
While Bob was napping, Erica, I took advantage. Yes, you did. And I put on an episode of Spy Family. What'd you think? Cute little premise. It's fun. Yeah. It's wholesome. You have to watch a little more. It's heartfelt. You need to watch the challenge first. No. Yes. No. Why? Spy family. You're already, like, you're caught up on the challenge. We already told her everything that happens on the challenge. I mean, you have. She's already So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was going to wait until we're a little closer to the finale. That's the question. How many episodes of the challenge do you think are left? Because I feel like there's, like, five or six left. Oh, yeah, no, like, they're, like, starting to talk on the show, like, oh, we're near we're the end. We're going for a while. No, no, no. They're going to bring people With the back. latest twist, yeah, like, no, they're gonna, this is going to be a 28-episode season. Watch. Yeah. So I figured I'll let it get a little closer to the ending, and then I'll start watching it, and then maybe I can watch the finale, like, with you when you do and, finally And also, it. there's a lot more of the challenge. One episode of the challenge is the equivalent of watching three episodes of Spy Family. So... You could blow through Spy Family. Alex just wants someone to talk about it with. Oh, I get, you can't just keep bringing up shows every you know couple weeks and be like, oh yeah, here here's this thing that's going to consume your life for like two weeks. Can't I? <laughs> well, and to be fair, the life is already consumed yeah. by The Witcher. We're just so, taking breaks from The Witcher. Right. We're just taking breaks <laughs> until season three starts up. No, I mean, I'm I'm telling you. You know, I texted you this already. We always talk about that Dragon Ball Super Baseball episode. <laughs> yeah, they, how am I ever supposed to get to the Dragon Ball Super Baseball episode if you keep inserting other TV shows? You're Here, running Bob, Bob. seven miles on the treadmill every day. I'm we not on the treadmill time. every day. I'm not on the treadmill every day. I, uh, the, Super has also been out for like ever. Like so this this years. is this is a you problem. Yeah. That you have not gotten to the You just don't like episode. Dragon Ball, and that's okay. You have a lot of bad opinions. I mean, I like Dragon Ball, though. Do you? I a will true say, fan would have gotten to the baseball episode I will. Now. I will say I love, love, love Dragon Ball Z, and I have watched it multiple times. Dragon Ball Super is fun, but there's nothing about it that, like, you have only watched me. the worst parts of Dragon Ball Super. I mean, that's fair. I but I also think the problem was like I did not. I watched the two movies. I did not go back and watch the episodes based on the movies. I yeah. jumped in. You should have skipped over those two because you didn't need to watch those. I think I watched one watched or two with you, but then I was like, I don't need I, to watch well, those. I mean, I'm not gonna say if that's fair. I just okay. I just haven't gotten and never will. I, I might, no, I probably will at some point, maybe. Dubious. Okay, so listen. Listen. The baseball episode in Dragon Ball Super is an all-time filler episode in Dragon Ball. Maybe the best one they've ever done. It's in. It's in there. It might. It probably is actually. Might have to really think about it. The driving episode is pretty good. That's pretty great, too. Where Piccolo and Goku learn how to drive, yes. Go get a driver's license. Because, um, sure. Spy family. Is the title of that episode just filler episode? Because it should be. Spy family is generally, I would say, pretty casually paced. They do some action here or there. Like, you saw some of it in the first episode. Um. I don't want to say anything before you watch more, but the mother of this family is fucking incredible. 
and they essentially spend about two and a half episodes building up to a moment with the mother that's in episode 23 so it's deep into this deep in sure and the mother has all these great scenes throughout this run i mean she's all over the show right but she's one of the three main characters Mm -hmm. but um they without me saying much they build up to a moment surrounding tennis that's like an all-time anime moment it's i was howling (laughs) i mean i was fucking dying at what happened and i can't say anything else about it no worries yeah i I love spy family man it's so wholesome bob it's like the happiest show (laughs) you need some positivity in your life I have positivity in my life. I have lots of positivity in my life. I, hang I have lots of positivity yeah, in I my didn't, life. I didn't really believe that delivery either, Erica. I hang out with runners. I've got tons of positivity. You know what was hilarious, Erica? <laughs> I forgot to tell you about this. <clears throat> I have no idea what he's about to say, but it's total bullshit. Hmm. He sends me a picture. This is like a week or two ago. Probably two weeks ago. He sends me a picture... And it's a big dog surrounded by three people. Mm-hmm. And it's from the I'm, Christmas party. Yeah. So I'm not even, I don't know where Bob's at. I don't know what he's doing. Right. Mm-hmm. But I take a look at this picture and I notice, I barely notice the dog because I'm like, okay, it's a big dog. Big dog. Whatever. Like, it's a dog. I notice, though, <laughs> all three people in this picture look like they've never eaten food in their life. <laughs> So I text Bob back, Bob back, and I say, "Is this a runner's party?" <laughs> and he's like, "What makes you think that?" And I explained it to him, and he never said anything else to me. It was, it was the, the and then Christmas a few party. Da- like three or four days later, I was like, "So by the way, was that a runner's party? Was I right?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> Only two of the people in that photo are runners. The two men. Yes. Yes. Those were the two that looked like they had never eaten anything. Emaciated. Hmm. What was was funny about that, so the the one guy, the guy with the glasses in that photo, he finished the Wasatch 100 this year um, in 32 hours. Sick fuck. And he is, he is an uh, outstanding runner, and it took him 32 hours to finish that race. Um, the other guy in the photo, fo- and, and of course, so... I think I've mentioned, I, I know I've brought this up before, but the common award for uh, finishing a 100-mile race is a belt buckle. And so he was definitely wearing his Wasatch 100 belt buckle at that um, at that party. Because that's the only place that anyone would know what the fuck it meant. Well, it doesn't matter if people know what it means. I mean, when I, when I finally get my buckle at the Badger... I will definitely wear it pretty much everywhere. That's cute that you think that's going to fly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know where you've I been the last 11 years, but... wait to see you with that buckle. I can't wait. Especially if I end up taking longer than 30 hours, there's a bigger buckle for going over 30 hours. Oh. like Neat. <laughs> To weight train you for doing better? <laughs> no, th- it's actually pretty cool because a lot of these races 
like they have special awards like if you go under 24 hours like there's a there's a the oh, the buckle will say sub 24 or something like that sometimes like it'll be made of silver or um like a, a more precious something like that but um the the deal with the badger is the guy running it he's a back of the pack runner and he he just wants to celebrate people going out and doing things that are hard. Mm-hmm. So his idea was like, hey, you know, no one ever, we never do anything as a as a running community. We never do much special for people who are barely finishing. Like who? So why don't I do if people take longer than thirty hours to finish the race? Let's give them a bigger buckle, like something special. For being like, no, you're still a badass. You still stayed out here for fucking up to 36 hours to finish this race and got it done. So I thought that was pretty cool. And see, positivity surrounded by it. Just wait until you start watching Spy Family <laughs> as you've been tasked to do. When have I been? What? Erica. <clears throat> How much of Spy Family can you commit to in a two-week period? In a two-week period? I'm going to lowball and save five episodes. Don't shake your head at me. It could be more. I'm just, that's what I'm willing to commit to. All right. We got a five-episode commitment, Bob. You're in. <laughs> I've got a race in two weeks. So you have plenty of time. <laughs> Now, okay, is this is this the race where you're going to freeze to death? Is yes. this the one? No, yes, I'm is. not going to freeze to death because the forecast is looking like it's actually going to be really warm. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was just I was just curious because I know the night when it was like really really cold when it was like minus 5, but it felt like minus 500. You went out and ran in that. I did. How was that? And then slept outside. Um Were you did you know that part? Yeah, he was yeah, he was talking to me. I I was on the party. I think I fell asleep in the tent. You sure did. <laughs> <laughs> My friends were like, is he okay? like, what is going on? I'm like, I don't know. Whatever. Like there was one point where I was like, it's like 1230. I'm going to bed. I should go out there and check on him. And then I was like, you know what? It's too cold. I don't care. If something happens, he'll be frozen. I can deal with it in the morning. Well, see, that's the thing. If you go out there at 1230 at night to check on him, you're going to be freezing to death. Well, that was my That's going to wake you up. Right. And then you're not going to be able to go And then I'm just going to be mad. So it was like, it's like negative 50, whatever. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. But he didn't text me back. So then I was, I was like, asleep. I was like, ooh, a little concerned. Well, it did not make me go out there and check, mind you. Well, this was a little harder to fall asleep. And it, it was, it, you know, it, it's a pretty tight sleeping bag. So, like, I, I once I was like, kind of, you know, normally I'm like lying in bed and I'm like fucking on my phone, sure, until like the phone falls out of my hands and I'm like, oh, I should probably go to sleep, sure. But I'm, you know, I'm kind of tight, so I'm, I can't really play with my phone. Um, and then I just fell asleep because normally I would like if I'm not yeah. if I'm not in be- like home, yeah, right? All, like all I would you text have, her. I'm all you have sleep. left in that situation is to listen to us talk about video games. Yeah, while you drift off. Yeah, which was which was enjoyable. So did you hear him start snoring? Uh, we did. Because he was on his back. So well, he a I did, did. I did. I definitely said to them at one point, I was like, you guys are going to have to like boot me from the party. I was going to say, did you go in there and just boot him out? 
<laughs> no, we heard him snore, but it wasn't constant. Like we heard it a little bit here and there, so it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> she kept him on for a while. It wasn't a you so, gotta go situation. So it was, it was like, oh, okay, Bob's still alive. Bob might wake up at some point and start talking to us again. Um, I think at some point I did finally take the headset off, but um, no. So the the run outside was miserable. I, I just honestly, but I was I was actually like. I went out for that run to run. So I was sweating and because I was sweating, it froze and it took me like, so like I wear these things called buffs and they're just like these tubes of cloth. You can kind of pull over your face and over your head. It, it froze to my throat. I was going to keep running for a couple more miles. I think I stopped at four miles. I was going to go to seven, but it was frozen to my throat. And I was like, I do not want to get frostbite on my throat. So that's when I called it. It was not. It, See, he is capable of listening to the don't be an idiot advice. Yeah, shockingly, from wife. shockingly good decision making. Um, but it was, it would, it but was, then he like took a bath and like dried off and then gotten all then, the shit, went set up outside. a tent outside and went and slept out there. So, Hey, I was really quite comfortable outside. I'm very happy for you. You know, the minus 20 sleeping bag did its job. Um, the the um, the sleeping pad rated for winter did its job. Um, so the gear, the gear worked perfectly well. I was very happy with it. And, uh, and I'm confident that if I need to use it in an emergency situation, that it will keep me alive. There you go. Which was the entire point of it. Because I, you know, and so I did wake up at like, I want to say it was like two in the morning. I woke up and then I went inside. But I went inside not because it was, I was cold. I was actually, I could have stayed out there all night. But it was like, okay, I just, I have to work in the morning. Need to get like really good sleep. I need to get back to sleep quickly. So I was like, well, when you did, like, it was like, I don't remember what time you came in, but I kind of rolled over. It's like, okay, he's alive. Yeah. Outstanding. Back to bed. So you're like, you're like, why is the temperature in the room suddenly dropped 10 degrees? Like, <laughs> what's, what's going on? But, um, when did the ice cube come in? But it, no, it was like, but it, it, I had, I had a couple of people kind of reach out to me and be like, the fuck is wrong with you? And it's like, well, I mean, it's, it's minus el- so many things. It's but- minus 11 overnight. And that's before the, that's real temp. That's not wind chill. Um, this is my best opportunity to test this gear. Yeah, you have to test it. You know? I mean, I, I do agree with that. If you're going to do sure, crazy you should shit, you should test. You should the try shit to be prepared for the crazy to shit to make sure that it's going to work okay. Right. Sure. So you know, and it it panned out. So I I still got the the tent's still up. I went to go take it down the other day. <coughs> Excuse me, and I couldn't get the tent pegs out. Because they were just frozen into the ground. I mean, they shouldn't be now. It's yeah. I'm going to take it down tomorrow. Um, I um, I just want to say I wasn't one of those people who was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Because when you joined the party and you were like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to sleep outside in my tent," I was just like, "Yeah, that tracks." <laughs> Far for the course. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting because like you get you. So the last couple of years since basically since I started running and you know between running and going to Alaska and everything that I've kind of done like is seeing what people 
how people react to it is very interesting because you get like, you get people who are just like, Hey, good for you. You're going out and doing stuff. And you get people who are like, the fuck is the matter with you? Where do you, how do you describe my reaction then, Bob? Um, your reaction is kind of like, don't kill yourself. (laughs) Basically. Um, but there, there are people who like. I, I think of myself as very supportive. You are supportive of your insane endeavors. Yes, but it, it, it's interesting because you get people who are, who can't fathom. I, I, I think there's plenty of people who, and I think both of you fall into this category. Who are like, it's not something I would ever do, but you know, good for you. Go. Godspeed. Yeah. Godspeed. Say hello to him when you get there. When yeah, you just don't be down. an idiot and don't <laughs> die, basically. Right. Um, but you get people who react to it like very negatively. Like, why would you ever do that? That's a dumb idea. Fuck you. And it's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. I, I mean, I don't care. I'm not doing this for your approval. Go to hell. No. Yeah. Um, you're like a woman who went and got some breast implants. You're not doing it for other people. You're doing it for yourself. <laughs> yes. Speaking of, I looked it up and that Hooters thing was bullshit. Oh, was it? Oh, I'm yeah. glad you looked it up. <laughs> Speaking of tits. I, I did that all on purpose. Thank you. I'm getting better at this podcasting thing all the time. I'm <laughs> 100. Uh, no, so it turns out it was just some some Twitter account made some shit up and... Made up stuff on Twitter. I know. Can you believe it? Um, it was all it was all bullshit. Anyway, this whole idea that uh, millennials don't like boobs. I knew it was horseshit. Everyone likes boobs. Well, boobs and wings. Oh, boobs are great. Boobs and wings. Yeah, it's a it's it's a great combination. And then look, that restaurant can be anything they want as long as they have those wings. I'll be there. Exactly. It, it was an interesting, interesting when you brought it up earlier tonight um it was an interesting thought though because i think it tracks along with this idea that it and when the reason i was interested in discussing it was because like there's this concept that the younger generation is much more prude and you've brought this up before I will say in online spaces, and now I have you. It's online. Mm-hmm. You don't really have any way of verifying how old anybody is, but anecdotally, what I have seen is you do see a lot of gatekeepy kind of prudish nonsense from what appears to be younger ah. people trying to come from it. I I ha- so- hesitate to use the word woke because it means nothing anymore. But in an attempt to be like that. I'll, I'll tell you what that is. I think, not that there aren't those people out there who actually think like that. Okay? There's, there's performative but nonsense on the But I think a internet. lot of that is exactly performative virtue signaling. Sure. I think that's what that is. Because at the end of the day, humans want to fuck. Okay? And, you know, when you can't fuck, the next best thing is porn. And the idea that, like, the younger generation doesn't like porn, give me a fucking break. Well, there is okay. there's some interesting data out there being collected on, you know, kind of the trends of the younger generation. 
we know from research that the younger generation is not having sex as much as previous generations. Um, <clears throat> there could be a lot of reasons for that, though. Um, and just pure lack of interest, I don't buy. Yeah. Um, what, what I think was interesting about that idea of the Hooters thing is that it all, everything comes back to money, right? And if Hooters was genuinely going to seriously consider a branding change because they aren't pulling in Gen Z, that, to me, says a lot about that there is something very much changing in how you know, how the younger generation approaches things. But since that's bullshit, um, or at least if it, it's, it's, you know, it's a hypothesis that was proven wrong or whatever, however this fake Twitter thing came to be, um, you know, it just goes to show like, no, <laughs> like, you know, humans don't fundamentally change in a generation. There, there are things that you can, there are things that do make sense to me. Like, it would be just a greater trend of like, are we don't, people may not eat out as much because they're not making as much money. Bingo. And that's just But kind are of, they, right, are they necessarily eating less at Hooters? Right. Well, it's, it's looking at just a small slice of the data and not looking at the entire picture. Because things like golf. Younger, our generation and Gen Z um, are playing much less golf than the older generations. Well, it costs a fortune to play golf. Yeah. Well, and you kind of got to play golf during the day, and I'm working during the day. And you, to be any good at golf, you have to play constantly. Yeah, mm -hmm. you have to play. You, to even be acceptable at golf, you need to play a minimum once a week. If we may quote uh, uh, Lewis Black. He's like to what did he say? It's like you you practice, you practice, and you're really shitty. You practice, you practice, and you practice just to be shitty. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. And the other thing, I was actually talking about this with a few people last night. I think it's funny because you know, and this is kind of like how everything is. Like if you think about when we were growing up. Michael Jordan was an insane star, right? Like mm -hmm. a mega star. Everyone all over the world knew who Michael Jordan was. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think now there's a lot of, there's not many people who are like that anymore. In fact, there's like almost no one. Like, I don't even know like who are other than like Taylor Swift, who are like the big pop stars. Like, we I, were joking about this because Bob was... Uh, and I know we're fucking old, but... Bob was doing this thing called Music League. Yep. And he, the, one of the, the uh, categories was, oh, what's your favorite new song of 2022? And he was like, I don't think I've listened to any new songs from 2022. <laughs> don't lose your way. <laughs> you know? From 2014. Exactly. I was like, it's a Taylor Swift song for me because I think that's the only new song I've heard. Because I just don't listen to new stuff. Where, where I was kind of getting with that, with everything kind of being like certain things being maybe bigger than ever, but also not really having crossover appeal, I guess, is 
I think now you have certain people, especially because of things like OnlyFans and Patreon or whatever, are making more money than ever selling sex, mm-hmm. but nobody really knows them. Like, if you think about someone like we talked about before, like Amaranth, she made like whatever it was, like $40 million in one year or something insane. Add it, girl. And... You know, outside of maybe like gaming spaces, I don't think anyone knows who Amaranth is, but she's probably made more and she's not a porn star, right? But she's in that kind of like sex work industry. Other than maybe gamers, no one knows who Amaranth is. I had no, until you started talking about her, I had no idea who who she was. And whereas if you would have gone back however long ago it was, everybody knew Jenna Jameson, let's say. Um, well, it's just because there's so and there's much so much more yes. vying for your attention that it's just like I was talking with some friends about this. It kind of sucks that like say you do watch something and it just like with with our stuff, it happens to be older shit and you'll be like, hey, this is great. We should watch this. You would enjoy it and we could talk about it on the podcast. So you watch something close enough together that you can actually have conversations about it. But barring stuff like, I think Game of Thrones is really the only thing that comes to mind in recent years. That was a real, like, everyone is watching this at the same time. Everyone is talking about it. You really don't have a lot of stuff like that anymore. No. And I think there's a couple of really interesting timeline points that, that speak to why this is happening. And like, if we go back to Jordan and how huge Jordan was around the world, mm-hmm. there was no internet yet. Um, you know, or it was at its its absolute infancy. So really, all you had was TV, and you know there was much more. You know, the amount of t- television that was out there in magazines. Magazines were still really big. Um. The amount of content, the amount of TV stations, the amount of stuff that was actually getting out there was pretty limited. Um, so, because there was a, there was just a limited amount of bandwidth, for lack of a better term, for what can, what content can go out. So, what stuck, that's what went out. Jordan, huge. Jordan's going out. Anything that talks about sports in that period of time. Jordan is going to be on your nightly recap. Mm-hmm. So you you know the the limited bandwidth of information getting out to the rest of the world said Jordan. Um you cut to now and in the last 15 years uh, or so and the internet um has made the you know the amount of stuff that can get out into the world much broader. Um, another example, Seinfeld, when Seinfeld was on, you know, Seinfeld was like a perfect storm of like extremely well-written, well-performed and didn't compete against nearly as much. Wasn't anything else on as what was, uh, what we have today. So it's like this weird thing where because of the growth of the internet, you've made it. Um, so that you can have really huge people in more segmented demographics that don't necessarily touch other groups, 
because there's enough bandwidth for that to happen. And that's kind of what I was getting at is you have these odd situations where you have all these OnlyFans women Mm -hmm. who are probably making more than anybody's ever made on porn in history, Mm -hmm. but have way less popularity, weirdly. The porn stars got to be losing their minds, right? Hmm? Like the professional porn star. Has to be losing their mind. That well, they're, they're not prob- making they're nearly probably, as much. Well, they probably are though, because they're probably doing OnlyFans as well. I mean, the, that's fair. The maybe like the studios are probably like, "Fuck, they've cut us out," or the managers or the right. If they have or a something. way of making money independent of the system, it's the right. system that gets pissed off, not necessarily the workers. No, yeah, because they're gonna. If you're popular, you're gonna make money. Um, and but another great example, you're talking about basketball. Just last night. I mean, you guys probably haven't even heard about this. Do you know who Luka Doncic is? I I always butcher his last name. Nope, no idea. So he's on the Mavericks. He's one of the best basketball players in the world. He's like maybe the best best basketball player in the world. He's insanely great. Last night, he scored (laughs) in a game 60 points, 20 rebounds, 21 rebounds, 10 assists, First person ever in the history of the NBA to put up that stat line in a basketball game. In the history of the NBA. Has one of the greatest games ever. And, you know, there's like a little bit of talk about it. Right, nobody knows about it. It's like literally like stat-wise has like had like a top five basketball game performance ever in history. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the thing, though. And the news cycle is so short, too. Yeah. That something that happened last night. Nobody gives a shit. Well, and the only thing the now is just like we just got to talk about Trump all day, every day. That's all we ever talk Jeez. about is just Trump, 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 Trump. Do we still talk about Trump every day? Oh, my God. You ever turn on CNN or no. anything? We don't watch that shit. I'm just saying, if you turn on CNN or MSNBC or Fox News or whatever, it's all just Trump. Well, because the they think he still sells. And I'm sure and if they notice right. the numbers start to go down, they'll move on to other things. But it's just I don't have the tolerance for that anymore. So... Oh, here's here's something I only care about. Last <laughs> night, uh, I beat Demon's Souls. Oh, I didn't realize you were playing it. Yeah, the remake on PS5. How did you find it? It was good. Uh, the graphics were really good. Um, it's interesting because as it being the first of these Souls games, because Bluepoint just did a essentially like a really high-level remaster, right? Mm-hmm. Like they remade the game from the ground up. Bob, you okay? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I do the... think we do have to wind. We're, I know, we're, I know, I know. Right, we'll wind up we, in the next uh, couple minutes here. But we they they remade the game from the ground up, but it's it's the game. They didn't they just, change the game right. at all. Um, so you know, the Bob was swaying right weirdly there. That's why Alex yeah. was asking. Well, the my, ass starts to hurt. Yes. No, well, it's not the ass starts to hurt, but I, you know, I've been leaning up against a chair like this, and so. Like this is kind of this like very specific part of my back has been getting the love on the over the backrest, so I'm just trying to make sure you know the side gets a little love too. And this is the scintillating content (laughs) that you don't pay for. That you don't pay for, (laughs) (laughs) dear Um, listeners. But no, it's it's interesting because you know as it being the first Souls game, you can see a lot of the bones of the later games. You can see a little bit of the level design. They don't have so much of the looping around, right? Like in a lot of like if you go play Bloodborne, right? There's a lot of 
these massive giant areas and you loop around you go through you get the shortcut right you get the shortcut to make it easier to get deeper in but in this one it's more of um there isn't the bonfire stuff really so they still do the thing where if you leave an area and come back like all the enemies are respawned right Mm -hmm. Um, but there isn't the whole like you have a limited number of health potions or whatever thing like that. You just have whatever you can carry around. So oh, you okay. could you could walk around with a hundred healing items if you want to. Mm, interesting. Um, and I think Dark Souls Two was also kind of like that. I haven't played two though, so I'm not sure. But most of the other Souls games are very much like, hey, you've got a certain amount of healing. Right. And you need to make it to the next. I you think need you to, can, can you level it up a little bit? Yeah, you can make the healing stronger. Yeah. And you can get more healing. It's but, been a while since I've played them. But, and that's kind of like slowly given to you over the course of the game, right? But at the end of the day, you need to figure out how to get from one bonfire to the next with what you have. Surviving with what you've got, for um, sure. Without getting the shit beat out of you, basically. <laughs> And uh, but so, yeah, you see the bones there, the bones of the combat, the upgrading of weapons or whatever. A lot of the secret quest lines that you almost have to, like, hope you trip and fall over. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and some of the boss, I mean, the boss battles are there. But what's interesting is there's a lot of, like, puzzle bosses, like, hmm. um, or the bosses are very simple. Like, they only have, like, a few attack patterns they go into, whereas, like. A lot of the later Souls games are quite elaborate. Yeah. There's a lot of different attack patterns. You have to be nearly perfect in your dodging, especially on certain bosses. And then, like, halfway through, all of a sudden, the boss changes, right? right? Like, he gets new attacks. <clears throat> There's or a different phase. Changes sure. forms or something, right? There's phases. Um, so there aren't like any. I don't think there's any bosses with phases in this game. Huh. And the and the. The boss fights are very simplistic generally. And like I said, there's a fair amount of puzzle bosses. Um, Like there's one where it's like you're fighting this like giant kind of like demon. But you never actually really fight him or her, whatever. Who knows? It's a demon. Them. Um, They. (laughs) Uh, They, them. Yeah. And you what you're really trying to do is avoid their gaze as you go through this arena. And then just hit these two spears that like do huge chunks of damage to them um but you never actually really fight them and there's there's quite a few bosses like that interesting they're more like puzzle bosses rather than um, a straight up fight like there's one boss that's blind and so you're just trying not to make a bunch of sound because if you don't make sound he can never find you so you could just kind of do whatever you feel like um that's kind of cool though yeah so no there's it's interesting and there's another boss um she is the boss blind because they sewed their eyes shut? No. Oh, okay. And then, and then, but when then, and see if they had phases, maybe they'd go into a final form where their eyes aren't sewn shut anymore. Mm. That's why it's called Secret Revealed. <laughs> <laughs> and we said we were out of spoilers. Um. But yeah. I, Don't lose your way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> is that your favorite song on this song on the show? I think my favorite is this second opening. That's pretty good. I really dig that second opening. You know, the first closing is better than the second closing. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the I second opening is better than the first opening. Yes. Um, 
I do love when they do when they have the characters. Uh, I can't remember if it's the closing, it's the second closing or second opening, but they're rotating through their wardrobe. That's the second opening. That's the second, second opening. Op- yeah, that's rad. And and as they're getting more clothing in those episodes, the opening changes. I don't know if you noticed that. Yep. It's that's, glorious. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, I still contend the the mother's theme is. It's all right. It's I got to right. listen to the full one. You got to listen to it. You got to bust out the soundtrack. There's a lot of great music, though. There's, I mean, I know we're back on it. There's <laughs> there's the mother's theme, which I can't even, I'm not going to say the name of because I can't even pretend I can try. There's Don't Lose Your Way. There's Satsuki's theme, which is like, I told you before, it's like straight up a red alert like theme song. Like it, <laughs> it should be in a red alert game. Um, There's uh. There's other, I mean, there's, yeah, there's those openings. There's a lot of great music. They got a slow jam version of the Don't Lose Your Way at some point, right? Yeah. Gotta have the slow jam version. It's very important. Like the slow jam version of the One Punch Man theme. They've got that one song, and they're like, this is the song we will be using. Deal, Steve. Yeah, it is funny for how often they trot out that song and that show. Every single time you're like, you're like fuck yes. yes. <laughs> Don't you lose your way, Ryuko. <laughs> yeah, it's, I wonder, like, I, I bet you I could find it if I just Google it, but, like, what episode has oh, the most times it's played? I just want the count for the entire show. It's, How many it, times do they launch it? Well, we know Numbers it's, don't min- go that it's, high. it's minimum 25 for sure. Yes. Because it's at least once per episode. Yes. yes. But you enjoyed Demon Souls? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I I don't really have any desire to go back and play it again. Magic is hilariously busted in that game because in most Souls games, magic is pretty bad. I've never bothered with it in any. Yeah, of them. it's it's bad in most of them. In this one, magic is fucking busted. <laughs> Near the end of the game, I learned this spell called Firestorm, and I literally one shot the final two bosses. That's how fucking strong magic is. <laughs> I, I I literally one shot them. That's amazing. Yeah, it was nuts. I was I was on I was on Xbox and I was like, I just one shot a boss in Demon Souls. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, wasn't um, expecting that. But it has all the it has all the soul stuff, right? You get souls as you play through, sure. you you know, are upgrading your character for the various stats or whatever, you're upgrading your weapons. There's all these hidden quest lines. That's the thing, man. I don't know how people even find some of these things. Like when you go read about them and you're like, what led you to do how, like, these how three did you things find to get this? to this quest? Like, right. it's so hidden. Yeah. And then I'm just amazed that they laid out this whole game on like a fucking PS3, you know? Yeah. That's the bonkers thing, right? And then you, well, then you think about like it's like goddamn the things that got laid out in like Ocarina of Time on a fucking N sixty four. You know, like it's wild. It's wild to think of some of the things that have happened in such constrained environments. Hey, uh, adversity breeds great art. So yeah, and and sometimes I do think like when it comes to stuff like video games, it is better to be like, hey, we have to make things work with, with what, what we have. We have rather than oh we made a pc game we can just do whatever the fuck we feel like we have no space constraints we have no memory constraints we're just gonna hope that you can afford a 4090 <laughs> no <laughs> no a thousand percent, two of them a thousand percent agree though we're not all the hankinator about them. Was, there, was there any other subjects let me think let me think yes there's one okay go ahead 
Blood Origin. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't have, like, a ton to say. Uh, I know the reviews weren't great, but I don't really give a fuck about reviews, so... I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun little romp. You can definitely tell it was originally supposed to be six episodes. They cut it down to four. Okay. And you can a thousand percent tell. Uh, It moves pretty quickly, but the one thing I think where it suffers is... You don't get these moments between the characters that you kind of need. Mm-hmm. And some stuff is like, well, how did this person like get out of the jail that they were in? It is now suddenly with the main party. Like, I would have liked to have seen that. You're just like, <laughs> oh, he's here now. It, it Stuff yeah, like that. How'd you break out? Stuff yeah. like that is vaguely annoying. And it's like, okay, whatever, you know. But overall, it was enjoyable. It's like. So is this just a story or characters that they just like made up? This or? is a wholly like. There's stuff in it that's, you know, alluded to in the books or whatever. But for the most part, this is its own uh, uh, a show universe creation. Oh, okay. Mm. So these are like the writers who hate The Witcher and they were like, we'll show you. We could do better. Now, as a... Oh, the um, PR battle. It's as, just hysterical. As a Joey Beatty enthusiast. He's um, there, and I was pleased. Yes. Can Can you give us um, a, a rough estimate of how much screen time? <laughs> Maybe like three minutes. <laughs> but that's enough. It's enough. <laughs> it's interesting. I got I, my fix, Bob. Is no, there a, a song? Yes, there is a new song. Is it good? It's over the end credits, and it's delightful. Yes. I'm. I'm. I was interested to hear what you thought because the few people I've talked to who've watched this thought it was terrible. So yeah, I didn't but think. Are so. they Joey Beatty enthusiasts? They are not. Independent of that, <laughs> it's funny because I've had a couple conversations like this. Like I had one friend who was like, <laughs> you know, if his band was bad, would you actually be able to acknowledge that? And I'm like, I can't answer that question, <laughs> Sheila. I like to think that I would be able to be like, no, this is kind of garbage. But I don't know. I think it's delightful. So whatever. But I mean, I think if you're going in expecting like. A 10 out of 10, uh, just epic, whatever the fuck. Like, I like... It, it's like a new fantasy story with some fun shit in it, and I wasn't expecting the moon. So mm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It, is it any great shakes? No. If you weren't a fan of the show already, would I recommend it to you? Probably not. But it was fun. I think it's hysterical that people are all up in arms that it's like, oh, it's not canon, it's not canon, and it's just like, you guys gotta stop worrying yeah, about that. Yeah, you gotta worry about that. Because I mean. here's the thing, and I've talked about this before, the the Netflix show is it's kind of doing their own thing, we're following some of the broader strokes, it is what it is. You know, <clears throat> canon Nazis drive me a little batty. Well, especially in terms of an adaptation. I don't want to watch a one-for-one one adaptation. I'll just go, like... All All I really want is for sh- for a, a show or a work, whatever, just to be clear about whether it is canon or not. Well, this is the, the point of contention, because uh, the showrunner has been like, oh, well, we're being very book accurate. And it's like, I don't think you can say that for that second season. I Did I enjoy it? Yes, I did. It is not book accurate. Well, fair enough. But there's a difference between be- saying we're book accurate and this is universe canon. Well, I think the whole thing is canon is what you make of it, right? Like, hmm. does it ultimately matter? It it it, it matters in, 
Does it does it matter? Not really. As long as it follows its own like canon within the show, and we're not like random ass like in five seasons pulling something that doesn't make any sense. Like I, as to what I, you said earlier, then I, that shit gets annoying. But I think canon. You need to follow your own rules of your own universe. Well, but... I, I and I think that's that's pretty much the point. Is like if I'm if for something that's going to be a work that spans uh, different media or many different books or you know whatever incarnations of it. I just as a as a reader as a viewer, what I want to know is. Am I, is the context I have from other works valid? Like, can I use that as factual basis for what I know about the universe in this telling of this story? Mostly just so I can keep things straight. I don't care if it is canon or not. Mm -hmm. I just want to know what universe am I in? So I'm processing things correctly. That's all I care about. If I'm it's just not like, canon, if it's canon, don't care. This is their adaptation. They're doing their own thing. I think they would do themselves a favor by trying to like this book accurate thing. You just gotta let that go. Like oh, it's like they think they said of this next. Oh, this is the most like accurate. It's like just stop saying that. Right. Just stop saying it because even if it is to like somebody who read it and is like, well, that's not how I thought of that. Like, people are pissed off and have been because Yennefer is white in the books in the game, but she's played by an Indian woman. So they're hot about that. Because people are racist shitbags and she's, like, bonkers gorgeous. So, like, I don't know what they're talking about. But neither here. They're not going to please these people. She's basically white. She's very pale. Right? Yes. But that doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter, Bob. No. We have to be racist and racist. Well, yeah. It's just, it's an adaptation, and if you're going to get all hot about it not being an exact one-to-one, I really don't have time for you. No. Just go back no. and read the books then. The, the good news is is they'll have to find something else to complain about when it gets canceled shortly. Hey, speaking of, has the Hankinator been able to secure rights to Warhammer? I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't seen, I haven't really been following. I got my fix. So, and I am going and watching it with some friends on Friday. So I will have the timer out. So I'll give you. What are you uh, doing Friday afternoon, Alex? What's Friday? I'm going over uh, and we're doing a little like my uh, buddy Sass hasn't watched it yet. So. Oh, Blood Origin. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go over. I'll get the stopwatch out so I can give you a, an accurate accounting of what the time is. Just so, just for you. Just for your, for, for your purposes. For, for me. Yeah. So. But here's the question then. Am I counting the song that's over the credits? Does that count? Ooh. No. Okay. That doesn't count. Because I wouldn't say it would count. That's not screen time. Because his beautiful, stupid face won't be on the screen. So. And it's not story. It's credits. Right. So. so. I will be interested to see how that little bookend stuff ties into season three. So... That could be uh, a, a fun world of uh, Joey Beatty as the bard, just bookend stories. Just give me my fucking, like, my sideshow with him and Erica would Ooh, be happy. like, it could be like... Um, Alex is, like, ready to kill himself Like a there. Twilight Zone situation where he starts <laughs> and ends all the episodes. He has to be smoking when he does it, though. Well, yes, that's very true. 
Not to the point where he gives himself lung cancer like Rod Sterling did, but yeah. I heard something interesting about Rod Sterling lately, recently, and I can't remember. But oh I think well. we're just gonna end it there, though, because I have to go do something. You're exhausted. You have to go do something. I do. Oh. And Alex looks like he wants to slit his wrists. So I was just listening. I had nothing to add, but I was listening. I'm curious. What did your your people just said? It was terrible. Yeah, they didn't really expand on it so i don't know Can, do we have time for one more quick topic sure um yeah. so we recently watched something um the glass onion uh yes the knives uh, out quick story. spoilers the uh elon musk sucks <laughs> the movie uh basically um Alex, I, I I know you told me you haven't watched the first Knives Out um, either. Yeah, uh, I I don't I I won't really spoil anything here. I think I, I spoiled think all of Glass Onion for you when we were talking over Christmas because you said you're never going to watch it. So I mean, I might watch it at some point. Okay. I don't know, but um, no, I thought it was fun. Uh, oh, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, I thought it was extremely well acted. Anytime you're shitting on a, a billionaire douchebag, Eric has uh, coming to the party. So. Um, Edward Norton was very good. Janelle Monet was excellent. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig is just having a fucking blast mm-hmm. with his foghorn leghorn accent. My um, my only complaint about the movie, really, uh, and I've heard I've heard some other mixed criticism, but for in general, I've I enjoyed I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, the, my only complaint is I really wanted that final catharsis. You wanted to see him dragged off in chains. Yes. Because we we're not going to get that with other people. You wanted to see it on the screen. Yes. I wanted, I wanted to actually see it. I mean, it's implied. It is. And, it definitely is. And, I think the way they ended it was perfect. But uh, I wanted to see it. Considering all like the Mona Lisa comparisons, I, I thought it was just a perfect shot to end yeah. it on. And very similar to how Knives Out ended as well. Yes. Well, in Knives Out, you had that... Oh, I'm just speaking of the shot that they did. Oh, yeah. Where it just... Was it Marta? Was that her name? Staring down and they have that close-up of her like... Drinking out of the coffee mug. I, I, to me, in that scene, that is a more definitive ending of Marta One. Sure. Than what I felt like we got out of the end of Glass Onion. Well, I think this was Glass Onion was more take your catharsis where you can because you're not going to be able to take this guy down, but destroy him in the way that you can destroy him. Right. Yeah, but I wanted to see him more. Oh, no, 1,000%. All right. That's it, Alex. Take us home. Hmm. Hug me. Hold me tight. I like we're not going to get, like, a plug for Patreon. No. No. Shut the fucking show off. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>